Hey everyone, we are here, not cool in high school, full house tonight, boys. This is it. This is the six manner. Packed um, to the gills. Yeah, this is. I have the old mic on, so um, I don't know how. We'll Sound, find out. We'll find out later. To us, um, surprisingly, yeah. I think you're. Too, so, I think you're too far away from me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll never let go. Um, uh, yeah, so this is like the full you. cast here we got set up. I, I just I feel so weird. Far right away? Now. Yeah, I feel like strange. Um, I think it's because this is all on the way. I'm, I don't miss this setup at all. <laughs> Actually, I never really used this boom. I think we use it like a handful of times. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we should have used it more because you get it closer to your mouth, face, and it sounds a little better. Um should I kill the light up on top? You should you? not. Remember we talked okay. about that like five seconds ago? Okay, well, right. <laughs> I barely heard anything. Okay, so, turn the light on? Um, yeah, so... Um, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> that was really rude. I'm really sorry, man. That was fucked. Right. Um, yeah, if you guys like what you hear, uh, check out the links below. Uh, Merch Store is up and running, again, with brand new low prices. Um, so t-shirts are now 15 bucks. 15 fucking dollars. Can I get a rebate? Yeah, that's pretty cheap. <laughs> that's pretty cheap. Um, hoodies, twenty five dollars. Nice. Yeah, you like so Good price. Yeah, so we're we're. It's not so much. I'm trying to. We're not making money on it really anymore. It's more or less to get it out there and have people wearing it. That's my strategy, I guess now. Um, and I guess before, if it was too expensive because people didn't want to buy it. Um, now you can. There's no excuse. And you can also, um, if you want to get free shipping on it, you can use. The code IWEP, and that'll give you free shipping. You know, I wonder with the shirts and stuff, you know, especially with the banging beers, if we could have, like, say, like, Mellow Minx or something on it, you know, like, sponsors kind of type thing. Yeah, that would be something I'd be very interested in. Yeah. Never really thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be interested in that. Like, we, like, so one shirt has a collaboration shirt. We did a banging beers with Bad Maggie, Mm. and we used their logo mixed with our logo and kind of made a. A spoof, like a not really a spoof, but like a a dual partnership one. Cool. Um, we are also looking because we are coming up on episode fifty. It doesn't have to be episode fifty, but we are looking for possible um, new intro music. Um, it's nothing personal, nothing, <laughs> nothing mad. Like we love Look Alive, we liked it, but I do want to give other local bands or artists or musicians an opportunity as well. Um, that's not saying that we'll never have Look Alive as intro music again. Um, it's still all saved, it's all there, and if they come out with a new song, we'd use it again. Um, but we are looking for new stuff. We want to swap it out and give other people opportunities. Um, Interviews with Everyday People has a new theme song coming up, episode 54, which is like three months from now, so um, get ready for that. Um, it's going to be Churches and Trains, Tim Mingle. How many do you so have like in the can? Punk. For that episode? Yeah, for that show. In the can. Uh, for about, I have about two more months worth of content. Really? Yeah. Wow, so like eight episodes, nine, yeah. ten maybe. Yeah. Wow. And that, and Good that's, for you. And that, I'm still recording stuff. Get yeah. that hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Banging beers were two, were two ahead, but we are taking off next Friday, so we we're not going to have one recorded then. So we'll kind of that'll balance itself out. Um, speaking of banging beers, we did go to our first brewery, which is cool. We experienced our first like on location brewery. We're really really fun time, so that's coming soon. And that's pretty much all I got when it comes to our news. So definitely check out all the links below. Um, we're going to talk about some news, what we're into, what we watched, what we're. Live how we're living our lives, and then on the edge. tonight's topic. <laughs> tonight's topic is going to be um, something I know nothing about, um, and it's going to be D and D. So we're going to talk not the about. bar in Schoolhaven. 
Is that still called no, that's, a DD? No, I thought that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> Is oh, that what you're researching? You did the wrong research. Oh, man. They used um, to have a wing night and they used to have a swear jar. And they're open at like six o'clock a in the morning. Swear jar? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm just what trying. What kind of to... bar has a swear jar? That's why you know it's not a good place. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going <laughs> to. I was in there once for wings years ago. There's a place called Amber Dean's where the Compass Rose used to be, and she said hell, they would actually get up and tell you to put you to in get hell. Out. Really? Like to get to get out. They tell you to if get you out. said hell, I would like been... hell or like damn. Would, They're uh, like, we wouldn't condone that. I'd say, you know, you're running a bar, right? Hmm. Like, <laughs> I would not last very long. Hey, don't say thing. hell, but get really drunk and drive your car on the street. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was hoping Ben was going to say they'd banish you to hell. <laughs> yeah. Fucking off. They'd light you on fire. That would be, that would be me. <laughs> I wonder why that bar. I would say that. I wonder why that's not open anymore. <laughs> well, um, they moved to Florida. So so, so Ben is letting me use um, it's hot as hell. a Batman Beyond glass tonight. And it's I may, a hot glass. I may pull a Jason later on. This <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue what you're talking that about. I. <laughs> no, no one needs to know on camera. We'll talk about it later. But. And then Ben's using the... He brought it back for tonight. The, the impractical. Most, the most impractical um, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z glass. You get to watch Ben... Oh, you didn't even pour a beer into it yet. I know, I didn't. Yeah. Well, hurry yet. up. Did you see the bottom of that glass? Ben showed me there's like etching. And that's like, that's what's causing the bubbles. Yeah. Oh, really? It's fucking does, awesome. Oh, does the beer taste wow. a little bit better? I guess so. I mean... What are you having in it? Chesterfield. Chetty. Me. <laughs> Chesterfield, Chesterfield, to hell. Like if you have it in a bottle and pour it into a there's glass, a, yeah, it does like, lose a little bit. Yeah, there's sure. circles in the bottom. Yeah, no, and that's there, and just it causing that yeah, to come up. No it joke. Is, it is fuzzing. Like if you look, let me see the shit. There is that's circles from, at the bottom. Uh, and I wonder if that'll make little bubbles. Pants. I love that's it. That's from synth pop. <laughs> I wonder if that'll fit my pants. <laughs> Same? <laughs> yeah, with your big that's, that's dick, cool. Tony. Yeah, my big is, dick energy. Cool. Now, what would happen if you put a soda in there? Would it make the soda bubbly? It probably he, he would. Must, he must have a huge one. Would it make yeah. the bubbly bubbly? Yeah, my wife's so hot, and that's I'm right. so ugly. Um, yeah, that's back. Here we are. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm an ugly kisser for a day. A <laughs> little bit of news I got. I have Actually, I have a, I have a, quite a bit of news here. Um, if there's anything I missed, then you guys can definitely bring it up, and we'll news talk about up. each one. Um, <laughs> I got, I'm going to get one of each. Kind out. Netflix got a big get. Got a big get for Pokemon fans. Um, the CG remake of the Revenge of Mewtwo. Oh, Mewtwo's Revenge. That's yeah. Or Re- Mewtwo Strikes Back. Yes, that is going to be on Netflix. Set. That's yeah. going straight to Netflix. I, I, just from seeing like some of the photos, they're making it CGI. Am yes, I right? Yes, they about? redid the entire movie in CGI. I don't know how I feel about that. It looks amazing. If it looks if it looks great, fine. But I'm just so used to the old animation stuff. Yeah, it looks like really, it. really good. Nice. Yeah. Um, any other? Anyone else else have thoughts on that? While you play your dice. Well, which one is it? <laughs> the one, the very, pretty much the first Pokemon movie. Mew, oh, okay, Mewtwo, yeah, Revenge okay. Is that one where Ash dies? Spoiler Spoil for one. Jesus. It's, it's for a movie. <laughs> good job, Andy. A movie that came out in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a new movie again. Oh, they were like redoing it. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. So, <laughs> talk about blown away. He spoiled that like, movie. It's older than I am. Twenty plus years. Yeah, Pokemon. Man. I wow. seen that in a drive-in. I, I saw. That's that awesome. In I seen it on bootleg. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, I, I don't know. I, I really, think I seen this really the Pokemon movie and Power Rangers Secret of Ooze in the same the-, the same drive-in that oh, night. Oh shit! That's awesome. Yeah. What a night! It was fantastic. I got, I got to see those. Did you get laid? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> My mom wouldn't put out. Is that say no? That one. <laughs> Sorry, mom. That was an inappropriate joke. 
Um, so here's the incest in there. Yeah, now, here's a. Ben. Well, we Ben, you want to tell your driving story? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so. Um, um, <laughs> However, when the show's over, yeah, I'd like to talk about that. Please remind me. Yeah. I will definitely. Oh God, I have no idea. Um, so, yeah, you're not. It's gonna be great. Um, so, remember when like Xbox was. Xbox kind of got some crap from the PlayStation fan guys, and they're like, your, your games aren't even exclusive to your system because you can play them on PC, too. Ha, ha, ha. You don't have exclusive games. Horizon Zero Dawn going to PC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's just like, well, it's been come out on, for- PlayStation. You're taking away all of our bullets. It, it's been out for, what, two years? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's just funny. This that is, it's it's kind of what PlayStation does. Yeah. Not to be a dick. I mean, I haven't bought a PlayStation since a PlayStation 2, but I remember when... Uh, you know the Wiimote? Like, it was extremely popular. Oh, and then, then they're like, we got, this, we got this fucking wand. Check it out. Oh, so and dumb. Xbox did the Kinect, which I guess that was a little more popular than the stupid wand. But, uh, I don't know. That Wiimote was kind of a big deal. Yeah. It was dumb. It, it didn't it made a lot like, of money. work well. I didn't right. like it. But it didn't work well, but... That Zelda yeah. game that came out, I'm like, no, this is, this is annoying. It's lame, yeah. You just, I mean, it was all cool you do is shake it. To shoot the right. ball like that, but... Do you want to do that for two hours straight? No. I don't. Like, no. And then the... Uh, I'd rather go shoot a bow. Yeah. <laughs> we have two delays announced. Uh, Dying Light 2 is going to be delayed. Oh, I didn't hear about and that. And Cyberpunk is going to be delayed. And uh, Final Fantasy got pushed back like two weeks. Yeah. Yes. That yeah. Man, gets pushed I was back just going to say that, too. Yeah. Um, this has actually come video game news, but it's kind of neat. This is news that if you are a fan of the Tornado Tag episode, then you've already know you already know this. But we actually have some breaking news on the Retromania game that mm-hmm. was released to us on our podcast. Um, so we learned that the game will have three more uh, roster spots filled with yeah. with characters. Yeah. Um, that are stuff that people know. Um, kind of tease that it may be more NWA characters, NWA wrestling. Um, the idea of the game is this is not going to be something that's a bi-yearly, every three years they're going to make a new one. This is going to be a passion project where, from like kind of like Smash Brothers, in three years you may have five DLC packs for it. Yeah, more. more. There you go- go. They're going to keep putting this stuff into this game. So, the, like the he was kind of hinting out maybe even the um, indie wrestling challenge where you add an r- indie wrestler to the game. That may be something they do again nice. next year or the yeah. year after. Like th- this is not something they're going to make and forget about it. They're going to keep adding to it, doing more, adding like the way the, he was talking. He'd add, they have like one the first DLC lined up already. Yeah. Um, well, and telling us it you now blatantly. Yeah, and then he, they want to do a creator wrestler thing, but kind of. He also said like every other wrestling game has been around for so long. They've actually had time to go and add all those animations. So if you want to make a character, all those moves are in the game. So they're eventually when they get comfortable and the game's out, they are going to start doing that and possibly put a creator wrestler in the game in the future. It just won't be at launch. So, if you are buying Retromania from Retrosoft Studios, this is a game that if you buy it, it's going to be something you can stick around with for a while and really keep playing it and and really um, dive into, and it's going to be something they're going to keep adding to it. So, it's not a game that you buy, it's going to have 13, 15 wrestlers, and then it's over. No, they're going to keep adding and growing and, nice. and, and trying to get the rights to more people as they hit the indie scenes and yeah. stuff. Um, and so, so the artwork's taking longer because they have to have every sprite go through the motion of every move. Yes, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not um, buying until they put in Andy Header. Yeah, I know. 
And he will not be in it, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. For now. Um, for, he, forever. He, Come on. He did. Listen, if we keep supporting it, he did, I'm going <laughs> to keep asking him to call in and talk and stuff with us. I like to come on this show because it's a video game inspired show. Um, yeah. I mean, but he did make a joke. I don't think it'll ever come out to anything. But I, I threw like, hey, maybe if one of the guys in the crowd are wearing a Tornado Tag podcast shirt, it'd be awesome. But I, he says, oh, you can have Tornado Tag matches. I said, like, Tornado Tag podcast matches. And he goes, That's why I said it for you guys. Like, so, who knows? I definitely think he, he, he seems like a guy who would like... Very nice guy. He, yeah. Very nice guy. And he definitely seems like he remembers who, who has helped him. Like, mm-hmm. the, the Outbreak Ring is definitely still in the game. And it may make... Oh, my, it, I mean, it's already made. Yeah. He, and he may even throw it in there because they, were, they let him him set up their booth there so like yeah. he, he is very um and there's a lot of like high energy like high-end people in the industry that are helping like bust open radio like bust open uh series on six uh series xm hey, what's the guy's name dave lagreca yeah and then dave lagana from T- nwa is also yeah, nwa is helping yeah. out so it's pretty it's to me it's cool that he even was willing to talk to us as someone who has fucking 300 subscribers yeah. and he's working with nwa <laughs> power yeah. you know what i mean so yeah, like he awesome. was really neat and i thought it was a really not trying to tutor on horn i thought yeah, we but, did a good job with the interview yeah yeah that yeah. one very well. So if you're even if you're not a wrestling fan, but you maybe are video excited about the wrestling yeah. video game, uh, go check out the last Tornado Tag podcast episode. Um, it's right in the beginning, and it's a really really good interview. Very proud of it. Um, NBC streaming service is going to be in launch launching in April, and it will be 100 percent free. Hmm. So Good, if you are an who, Office fan... Who wants to buy another streaming service? Yes. So if you are an Office fan and you're bummed that it is leaving Netflix, you can watch it on NBC streaming service for free. Much of that. Hey, that's cool. We can't say anything bad about that. Yeah, not at all. And I think I think like Friends will be there. Uh, yeah, that, that, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Parks and Rec, if, if all their stuff. Parks, yeah, I was never Parks a Friends guy. Seinfeld's Thir- NBC. 30 Rock? Right? Yeah. 30 Rock? Yep. 30 yeah. Rock? So there's Probably a lot of eighties like sitcoms that were canceled and short lived nineties ones. If they're smart and they put that on there, absolutely. Yeah, why why would you realistically if NBC is like, hey, we're gonna charge ten bucks a month, but we're gonna put our entire backlog of old TV and shows. There's a lot of stuff to be on there, yeah. That's not a terrible Because like, I don't know, but no, maybe like Alpha's not. on NBC or something. Or like Cheers and shit like that. Like, was Night Court on NBC? I think. There's a lot. Would you, you know? would you actually watch Night Court again? Yeah. I, I'd just be interested in don't, that. Don't, yeah. don't. Boo-doo, Fucking Ben. Is Night I like Night I don't know what channel. I don't know what network it was I, on. I, but you're like excited. I'm not jonesing to watch Night Court, but I like Night Court. Does, it, does this sound okay to everybody? I only literally legit only have one earbud. This, really? This headphone, these headphones are broken. It sounds oh, good. Oh, that yeah. sucks. Um, no, it sounds fine. Very yeah, right, cool. Um... Ozzy Osbourne makes an announcement today. Yes, he has Parkinson's. He has Parkinson's disease. But I was like, he's been, looking, sure he's been looking like that for 20 Are years. Yeah. Sure? It's really catching, fucking sure. it's it's catching up hard to him. Like yeah. in the interview, he... Really? Yeah. It's a shame. How old is he now? He's in 70, pain. 70 he's not comfortable. 72? Yeah. And, and one of the things Sharon said, obviously I don't have Parkinson's disease, but how she <laughs> said that... Um, Wow, I don't have laugh. <laughs> like I don't have Parkinson. <laughs> um, yeah, um, fucking wild tone. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> you're the one who did it. It just caught me off guard. Um, but she did say like your your lows are really really low, and your and your normal days are normal. And I yeah. can well, what I have, I can 100 percent relate because when you have a bad day, man, it not only just hurts your body, but then your fucking mind, your, your mind starts playing games that on sucks. you. Sucks. It's fucking terrible. But um, hey, for the life he lived, he he he's had. I, a, I think he still came out pretty all right. He had a great yeah. Parkinson. Yeah. He's had a fucking. Yeah. 
fucking great run. Great and it's run. not even over. It's yeah. it's legit not over. The guy the guy said it's not a death sentence. It's just going to be very uncomfortable. Ozzy will die on stage. That's yeah. Now, did you guys... Well, that happened earlier this week to a guy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, I think it's happened to Ozzy before. <laughs> no, I think his name was Tim Only. Gotta get it. Oh, okay. Or Only. Yeah. Or something and, uh, like that, yeah. He was in the middle of a performance, I want to say in Florida. I don't know what he played or anything like that, but... Right in the middle of a performance, he goes, ah, excuse me a second. Puts his head down. And dies. Dead. Wow. How about that? Dead. Jesus. Do you want to go out him, like, you want to go out like Mickey Rourke and the wrestler off no, the top? I don't I don't want to die in a ring. Off the top rope, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't, I don't know. I, I would have not for myself, but for everyone out it's watching. It's not confirmed that he dies there. Well, yeah, it's not. Lied. It's implied. They're waiting to make the sequel. Yeah. And the sequel opens up where he lands, pins him, wins the world title. And then dies. No chance. No, no, he <laughs> dies while he pins him. He starts trading new people. That's that's the wrestler too. Just you know, uh, more Marissa Tomei from that movie. I yeah, she was. Yeah, about that. What but, if he? Like, you know what's gonna happen? Like the person he starts training, they're gonna he, they're gonna be like, I think I'm gonna make a run in the Indies. Yeah. What if he chains Chris Benoit Jr. Oh God, <laughs> it's like the new Karate Kid. Yeah. <laughs> He actually wants to start wrestling as Chris Benoit. David, David Benoit wants to start wrestling as Chris oh, oh, oh. Benoit Jr. Same music and everything. Yeah, that's what he said. Music, he same music, same gear, same everything. And then he gets trained by Mickey Rourke. That's like... I, uh, <laughs> Did you see pictures of Ozzy Osbourne over the years then, too? Because the one article I ha- that I saw... I've never seen it, it look like, like it. Like in the 60s, like 70s, 80s, 90s. Like it, It's like spanning decades. Yeah. And he did not change a bit. Like just hair, but mostly facial. He, goes, exactly he was same, fat in the for, 80s for a time. Yeah. That's what I call... Uh, uh, what the, oh, that was like Elvis Elvis he, he was swollen up with booze. And he had like blondish hair. Yeah. 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 He was, that, that's when he was, was... I call that Liz Taylor Ozzy. Yeah. Liz he, Taylor was, Ozzy. he was drinking so much booze. He was so swollen. Yeah. Like, you know when like you have like a really rough year or two and you're just drinking and you get like a fat face from booze. Yeah, and, then he, and then he went down. Like, he like right Ozzy. now? <laughs> like me? And this is my booze era. That same time you had that like British lesbian haircut. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think Sharon was on the booze too because she Sharon. was kind of she was bigger. Um, I love Sharon to death. Um, but anyway, next bit of news before we offend more people: um, GameCube, no, new J- new yeah, new Joy Cons. Oh, but, yeah, they look like yeah, GameCube, but they're GameCube Joy Cons. I was thinking about getting them, but I was like, hey, they're cool. I thought the guy mod- modded those bit, modded the actual GameCube controller. Just no, to they're, take they're it. making them now. Yeah, not, not, yeah there's one they're dude that had it though. But. Oh, well, yeah, he probably made it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like Smash Brothers players that like, oh, I need the GameCube controller. I think if you're a Smash Bros. player and you're already in that route, you're just buying the adapter and putting it yeah. in the yeah. controller. Yeah, well, maybe you're like, oh, now you can play with you know portable screen right in the middle. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't see how it's mm. beneficial. Um, I'm fucking terrible at Smash Brothers. Um, Sabrina Part Three. I know. I'm excited. Woo-hoo. She looks so good. I got it. I, got <laughs> I know it. she's 14 in the show or whatever. 16. Who cares? How old is she in real life? I think she's probably about 20. I, I think she's older than that. Yeah. Yeah. Karen Sipka. Sipka? Yeah, she, well, isn't Sipka? she naked in one scene? Nah. Not really. Not not really. You never see anything. You never see like, she's like in a tub though. You see like side boob or something. Yeah, yeah you don't see any like nipple. Or in season like one, the yeah. show is just really. It is, good. it is very good. Yeah. yeah. Because I remember I watched it. Same with Shameless. There's a scene in Shameless where there's a girl, and obviously she's of age. Mm-hmm. And then he like Frank walks in, and she's in the tub, and you just she's topless, and <laughs> she's supposed to be playing a 14 year old girl, and he's just coming on to Frank, and you're like, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, it's first, actually she was pretty hot. And <laughs> she was, but she was portraying. <laughs> she was supposed wow. to be a teenager. Yeah, yeah, creepy. Um, <laughs> once again, we're gonna move on for you, fan people. <laughs> Anyways, I'm, I'm excited for season three. It comes out next Friday. This Friday. Really? Yeah, it's real soon. That's exciting. Wow. 
Um, Smash Brothers pretty much uh, announced their last DLC character of this pass. <laughs> and then, yeah. and everyone's mad because it's another Persona 5 character. No, Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem. Oh, Fire Emblem. Sorry. Yeah, Fire Emblem. Sorry yeah, about you that. You already had Roy Marth in the game and you got like a girl or something. I never played it, so it doesn't... They have like seven fucking Fire Emblem characters yeah, it's like, in the game. Yeah, yeah. 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 some of the franchises to use. Someone has a hard-on for Fire Emblem, I guess. <laughs> no, it's a, it's no, a Japanese I'm, thing. No, like... It they shouldn't have that is. many Fire Emblem characters. It's a Japanese thing. Oh, I know all about yeah. that. Oh, but they all kind of fight that. the same, so it would be like having... Well, here's Mario. Here's Luigi. Here's like, Waluigi. Ike is like a head, here's like Wario. A, here's another guy. Like, okay, enough. I think if they put Waluigi in the game, he comes in like he's super diesel because he's just so angry that he was... <laughs> like, I would make him the very last character <laughs> to enter the game. I wonder what the boss is. I didn't play the one on Switch. I'm not a big Smash Bros. guy. I'm actually still working on the Spirit storyline. I don't. I. I like we the were spirit. playing that one. Oh, for, for Smash Brothers. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about a um, game called The Spirit. That's what no. I don't. What? But they did. They did announce that there's going to be six more DLC fighter packs. I don't know if Jesus. it's packs or fighters. So if it's six more characters or six more packs of fighters. How much do you think that game cost in the end? Who like a three hundred dollar game? Yeah, or when what? you buy it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then they'll it. make the uh, the gold edition for sixty dollars. Right. That has more. Yeah. <laughs> like Mortal Kombat does that. After after you you everything. Um, Bait and switch. Any other news out there that you guys know of that you came across and you're interested in? Tex Avery is going to be releasing. Well, uh, on Warner Brothers Archive is actually releasing a Tex Avery collection uh, on Blu-ray. Um, if no one's too familiar with that, that's what gave like. Um, like screwball squirrel, um, the w- the wolf, the wolf with uh, Wh- the whistling wolf. Yeah, yeah. No, really. I don't. I've never. How about, heard really? how about Droopy? What about Droopy Dog? Yeah. You all know Droopy oh Dog? Oh my is? god, no. Andy! What the fuck? Can we, can we name someone popular here? <laughs> Droopy is like Droopy? as popular as it gets. Is that yeah. that like Basset Hound? Is yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, he's a depressed. Okay, now who's going text. down? Tex Avery to me, I, it sounds like an anime. No, 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 definitely not. An no, American he was an illustrator. Yeah. No, but, oh, he was a person. Yeah. He did, oh, like, he's not a character. Like, no, no, oh. no. He's like uh, a real like he did like all the goofy like Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck shit. Oh, like it made it more shit. emphasized. Yeah, the Daffy Duck. Not shit. to be confused with Chuck Jones, who was a little more popular. That when he said the whistling wolf, like you know, like the wolf with the eyes bug out. Oh, and like, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a cartoon called Whistling Wolf. No, and like the redhead with the red dress. Yeah, that's exactly that. Movie that I can't think of right now. They're taking pre-orders right Rock now, Rabbit. and that's where I found on on Nerdist. Oh, okay. too. I was like, okay. oh, that, that's pretty neat. You, you okay, now I know. See I, thought, I thought it was an anime. Called and they think they did, I think he did uh, George and Junior too. The two bears, the one big one, the yeah. small one. Yeah, he got passed around a little bit. I think he did a little bit of Tom and Jerry. Okay. He did a little bit of Looney Tunes. He kind of he worked all, for everybody. All that, that was big, like in the sixties and seventies. Yeah. No, actually, the th- it's actually thirties, oh, like yeah. late thirties, early forties. I couldn't believe that. I'm like the quality animation of that. Like, yeah. Shit. That's that's wild. Wow. Cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and other news. Uh, and other news. Um, I don't even. What, I didn't even get like is a T-shirt. What do you? What's going on? <laughs> Not what. What's what's like the, the a video collection? Oh, DVD, yeah. It's like nineteen digital. shorts, and they're uh, unrolling. They're gonna do a, like a second volume and all in too. The talkies. They talk them. That's what he started like. going. I lost it. He started like I, don't know, I lost everything. Did you think it was an anime too called Tex Avery? And he's like some kind of space pirate. <laughs> I don't. This is. Uh, I, I said droopy. You're looking at me like, what the yeah, hell are you talking dog? about? You're like, oh, <laughs> I, mean, I know Garfield. You know, like, um, 
actually, I just remembered one other thing because I was looking at Ben, and this is what popped in my head when I completely lost what Ben was talking about. Let's, let's um, see. RetroSoft Studios also said for Retromania they have been approached by a few different companies to do um, physical releases, like special editions, like you got River City like, Girls. Le- like probably Limited Run and all. Like Limited Run. So yeah, they have there's six different ones. Yeah, so they've been approached Ooh. by different companies to make physical copies too. So That's maybe pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Like, i like to see what route they would go. I would probably buy digital for... Um, to start, to start, yeah, and then I'd get a physical copy, yeah. probably for the Switch or Xbox, maybe the Xbox. I don't know, maybe the, I, I want it. I really want it on the Switch. I think it's gonna be a great Switch game. Yeah, actually, I think I'm gonna get it. And I have not owned a wrestling game since, you know, probably WCW NWO. That was oh, the wow. last wrestling game I owned. Oh, wow. Actually, yeah. crazy. For those who didn't, he said WCW NWO. Yeah, he's really far away. I just got to assume World Tour. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> you're not, in. not big enough to reach. Or revenge. If I scoot in, you're not going to see Ben or Steve. <laughs> that's fine. That's right. I, listen, <laughs> I'm usually the big guy it. blocking everybody. Um, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> got it. No. Put the pad you on your lap. Put the pad on your lap. Cut a promo the whole time. Yeah, you could hold it like a fucking rock star. <laughs> I got that. See the Tyler. It was like this the whole time. <laughs> I love he it. Ties a bandana on it. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do next episode. I'm put a bandana on that. Jesus um, Christ! Please do. <laughs> I'm trying to find a full set here, and I just can't find. All right, go. Um, You're bugging the hell out of me doing all those dice on there. The dice. Anything else? Any other news? I post a lot to page, but you got that Sabrina one. Yeah, I got. I, got, I, I tried I, to pull I as much as I could. I think it's this Friday. I was like, wow, which is also like pay per view time, too. Yeah, you got to put that down. It's too noisy. It's no. fine. It's fine. He can just. No. He can turn it off. You're crinkly off. old man. Yeah, you can click the button every time you're ready to go. It's up to you. I don't care how you do it. <laughs> I, there you go. I think Square Enix is supposed You'd to be You'd be shocked at how much something. that doesn't come through on recording afterwards. Really? Like when you tap and stuff on it, yeah. you don't hear it in post. That's huh. pretty wild. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Square Enix is supposed to be releasing something for for like a conference or something or other. I think it might have been for Nintendo. Hmm. Final Fantasy VII? Something, li- something along those lines. Something that they're going to release. <laughs> some games and stuff. PlayStation is going to show the same three games for the next four years. I'm excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can tell the enthusiasm, Tony. Yeah. You know what? I do got a video game one for you. Go ahead. Grand Theft Auto possibly gave oh. away their second location. Not only is it going to be possibly Vegas, but they're saying somewhere South America. Mm-hmm. And at the company holiday party, they gave away pins for Jamaica. And they're saying that that might be where they're going with it. Wow. That's See, the different. early reports were saying that it would possibly be going back to Vice City. But and cool. in Vice City, then you would go to a southern com- com- country, like you were saying, um, but they also said there are missions where it may take you back to Liberty City for a mission, and it may even take you back to San Andreas. Yeah, or, That's cool. Or, 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 yeah. So the rumors were initially were was Vice City again, but then you would go to like Cuba and stuff like that. And the cool thing I was reading as well, if they do it, it would be amazing. They want to carry over some of the stuff from uh, Red Dead Redemption to the new Grand Theft Auto. That's so interesting. this game is going to span maybe a decade or two. So when you first start the game and buy a car in the 60s, and then you now are in the 80s or the 90s, 
and you keep your car in great condition like you took care of your horse, your car's value then goes up in price. Hmm. Oh, I thought you meant they were going to carry stuff over like storyline, like the character like Red Dead existed <laughs> no, no, in the same world no, like as Grand Theft Auto. So if you I have, was like, that's kind of cool. They own, did like, that with the last Grand Theft Auto. Did they? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, some of the characters online were like descendants of Oh, other. wow. Did I, you see, I didn't play that one did at all. you see some of the, I guess it's like PC mods or something for that, like the one where you Somebody can... Somebody did the whole Vice City over, I mean... Did you see where you can go and steal the space shuttle? And go like in the space and oh, land like wow, on no. the. You can land on like it's so cool, dude. You like go. Uh, you go. You steal the space shuttle. You get in the space shuttle. You can see the whole inside of the space shuttle. You go up. They're like announcing like the rockets are going off of it and stuff. You go up. You can see like the curvature of the Earth and everything. Oh, wow. And you fly to like Mars. And when you get there, there's like aliens there. You get out of the space shuttle and you like shoot the aliens. <laughs> and then you get this. Thing and then you you can there, there's, there's like the space stations up there and it's it's so amazing. That's crazy. Some That's of the crazy. kids that people yeah. were doing online like there was people who built like giant MMO worlds on Grand Theft Auto Online with mods yeah, and then Grand Theft Auto shut them all game, down. Man. Like there was people who literally played like cops and robbers on GTA mods and like were like they literally took the Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. Um, Undead Nightmare like the zombie mechanics and put it in GTA 5 and like flooded the whole city with zombies and like every time an NPC got Mm. attacked it would just multiply there was ones where they flooded the whole city and like you went around the entire city on boats because it was flooded (laughs) that's awesome yeah some of the mods were unbelievable for that game Um, but yeah there's GTA has a lot of cool stuff and they also file like there's some kind of filing they put I'm not a big guy behind this but supposedly in the file like the the way they filed it is that it could be announcing very very soon like it could be sooner than we even think probably three right yeah um, so it could be coming very, very Even soon. Even it's just the title screen or whatever. Just and the logo. Rockstar also said that they think eight years in between games is way too long and ridiculous. A little bit. And they said um, they want to go back to like maybe not making a game every year, but yeah, still putting other much. titles out, like bringing back a Max Payne or bringing back a Bully. They could do a different one every year. Yeah. Like, yeah. like how uh, Bethesda, they take a while, but it's, it's Fallout. That's, 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 Usually it's every Fallout, three years. Yeah. yeah. Which that'll be fine. Well, they don't really do that with so much with Grand Theft Auto because they've milked that game for almost 10 years. Yeah. Because they were like 360 version, Xbox One version, first person version now. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, it'd, it'd be really, really interesting to see when that comes out because obviously I, I will I will lose my shit over it. I'm a huge Rockstar fan. Um, yeah, I didn't, didn't play the last one because I didn't like any of the characters that you have to play as. So like, which one? In Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, the I, was new like, one. I don't want to play any of them people. Uh, I, I thought the it. meth head was cool. Yeah, so I, I, I legit played the game it. differently when I played this different characters. Like I remember like I, if I was Trevor, I, I acted like I was reckless and crazy and I did whatever I wanted. When I played as like Franklin or you know or the other uh, or Michael, I was like, oh man, I have to play this a little differently. No, we kind of gave you like a nice. you know, Would you yeah, want to create your own character in Grand Theft Auto? The only way I can see that is if no, I don't because I like the voice acting and I think it take. I think it would take. But away they can always the do like Saints Row, where they hire like the guy and the girl, and then you're you're Saints, Johnson. Saints Row. No? Saints Row's story is good because you're in a world where the the story revolves around you as a person. Yeah. But GTA is so heavily involved on you as the character. Yeah, but you could see like let's say no matter what you're Nico Bellic, but you can create what he looks like. No, I'm not a fan. Really? No. Yeah, but you're still the story is exactly the same. But, but yeah, you're but, but you're the Asian guy Nico the Bellic. guy you're creating you're like that's not what my guy would do because you're forcing me to do a story. Yeah, but, uh, well, they can't create stories for everyone's credit card. I understand, <laughs> but I just I kind of like Saints Row. Yeah, 
You know, you make your character, and then you, you're the leader of the gang, whatever they call you, boss or whatever. Yeah, what they call but it's you. very generic. It's like one of those generic, like, yeah, but that's what you where I think sure. Grand Theft Auto stands out because they do that, you're, you're kind of... That's where I think GTA Online is, because uh, GTA Online, you yeah. could be your own See, I never played that. I don't, I don't care yeah. for all It's fun when you're with people. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you gave me Arthur Morgan, and I wasn't Arthur Morgan, and I was me, yeah. like a Wild West version of me, I don't think it would have been as impactful if uh, I was not. See, I always would rather play a creative character yeah. and go on the quest and everything. Yeah. I, I just think it wouldn't have the same effect. Like, in, in Skyrim, you're Dovahkin, but... It doesn't matter what you look like or what race mm-hmm. you are, but you still. Dis- but that story is really good. So. It is, but you're you're That's more like or less you are part of the story it. and not the story part of you. It, you know what I'm saying? Like it, I think it could be done. Yeah, I think it can as well. Yeah. I mean, if anyone could figure it out, it could be Rockstar. When they told me that I was going to play as three characters in one game, yeah. I was like, "This is going to be awful." And then I played. I was like, "This is fantastic." So, um, we're going to start off now on the what are you into? Um, we'll start with our guest. Well, not really guest, but your, your first, <laughs> second guess. crack out of here. We'll start with you. What do you got, Mark? <laughs> uh, watching. Me and the missus just started The Mandalorian. Uh, watched a little bit of Monday Night Raw, a little bit of football. Spoiler alert, there's a baby Yoda in it. I saw. Yeah, what you have to hear. Not as interesting. Spoiler alert, Ash dies. <laughs> Not as interesting to me as everybody else made it out to be. I like the Western feel of it. Nick Nolte as uh, I Have Spoken or whatever the hell his name was. Pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. I thought he was in it. Uh, what am I playing? Uh, just started getting into the idea of playing Gaslands. Another tabletop game. Jump into that a whole nother time. It's too much to go with. Is that the one where you get a micro machine car and change it like Mad Max? Mad Foxes, yeah, yeah. Modifying that sounds cool. That sounds fucking awesome. I, but I already can seeing your little setup and the Malifaux, It just looks like a fucking money trap. And I, just, <laughs> no, I can't, I can't no. love that kind this of. This one's well, even Gaslands better. Gaslands isn't really a money because it's a matchbox. If it's just one car you gotta worry about rather than an army, that ain't too bad. Well, of course it's not one car. Yeah, but it, but it's like <laughs> five, it's six, six cars. Okay, but six cars is six dollars. Right. Well, that ain't right. bad at all. Jeez. And he has the rule book, and you can copy all the There's things you need for like right out of the book. Oh, okay. What's Where do you buy the cars at? Drifting, Walmart. Yeah, man. it's just a Matchbox. Matchbox. They're ninety four cents. Yeah. Oh, you buy a just a regular Matchbox, yeah. and then you could paint it and shit. You could on the Beat bottom. The I was gonna bring them. You could pop out a pop rivet and take it apart, and then you could repaint it if you wanted to, and you can make shit with, uh, I was talking to Ben last week about, uh, it's called green stuff. I'd be handing your wife, like, six matchbox. <laughs> Do you think, girl? C- commission work. Do you, boo-boo? Um, so, yeah, and I, I was going to actually comment on that, too. I got that book. I'm pretty excited about it. That sounds really cool. I mean, I'm, I'm willing to try it. Awesome. Get, get, here, do this, everybody. Uh, next time you see a matchbox display. Get two, three cars. Okay. Spend three bucks. Get cars that you like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you even get them real weird ones. Remember those ones that look like a shark? Super or the weird. Yeah. yeah. I'm, c- I'm coming with a Batmobile. I'm just putting that out there. Right Sweet. Now. Yeah. I have I have like five on my window seal. It's like the we'll, Knight Rider car, a fire truck. <laughs> we'll do that. I'm coming with the Batman and probably a DeLorean. And <laughs> I had the DeLorean. I never opened it. And um, I'll get I'll get a bag of like machine guns and stuff, and then we'll we'll take it from there. Okay, that's cool. Like yeah. twisted metal, basically. Sure. Not only yes. that. I will start building terrain for it. Nice. So I will have nice. the board covered for us. That's cool. And plus, you probably could get battle mats, too. I mean, well, not, you know, like... Yeah. Well, sure, after the show, you should see some of these fucking boards that people make. It's fucking yeah. ridiculous. Anyway, that's what I'm playing. I can imagine. Cool. Steve? Uh, uh, <laughs> so I've been 
I watched uh, most of the first season of The Man in the High Tower on Amazon Prime. Anybody familiar with that? No. I heard no. of that, yeah. It's like uh, if Japan and Germany would have won the Second World War oh, okay. and yeah. invaded the U.S. Uh, but I'm not going to say too much more than that. It was It's pretty interesting concept. But like going, they don't make it past New York. No, they do. They do. They Actually, it's divided by the Rockies. So like East America, east of the Rockies, is German-occupied, and sense. west is Japanese-occupied, and then the Rockies are like a neutral zone. I'd be like, I mean, I it's kind of like the Wild I West. I really don't want to see it in real life, but like, I feel like so many Americans own guns. Oh like, yeah, they wouldn't make it into Pennsylvania. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, it's <laughs> totally true. And then we'd be totally rude. Can I digress on this a sec? Yeah, just read this. Don't know if the facts are a hundred percent, but they asked Japan while after bombing Pearl Harbor, did they not attack the states? And it's because of the lax gun laws in the United States compared to everywhere else. When you compare the number of hunters out there, state by state, Texas is like one of the second or third biggest militaries in the world. Yeah. <laughs> That's not Same. counting Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Right. We would have some we would have some sick ass sharpshooters just sitting in tree stands. Yeah. For sure. Just it would fucking be like, people up. And yeah. then I we'd be like <laughs> Remember that time we said gun control? That we lied, we yeah. like you guys now. <laughs> <laughs> Make America great again. <laughs> Make America. Alright, listen, I'm not a um, I don't pick a side. I hate Republicans and Democrat, I think it's all terrible, but it would just be funny to see the other side like, oh, fuck, we need them now. The show, the show has a really interesting concept. Uh, I can't do shit with this wild. slingshot. It was pretty cool. And so supposedly, uh, and I'm not really spoiling anything, you learned in the first episode, and I watched most of the first season, I don't have an answer yet, so. Wow. Yeah. But uh, there's, a, there's a film where it shows what, the footage we know when we win the war, mm-hmm. and it's like super secret film that Hitler's trying to get his hands on, and people are like s- smuggling this film underground. They don't know if it's real or if it's fake, so that's pretty cool. That's mm-hmm. kind of the premise of the show. There's a, a video game like that called Homefront. Homefront I think it's yeah. when uh, the... Like, Great story, horrible game mechanics. It, yeah, it was, it was okay at best. Yeah. I, I think it was like Saddam Hussein wins or something like that. No, I think Homefront 1 was initially was the same thing with oh, Japan, was Japan and, and Germany. Okay, I have, yeah. no, I have the, the newer one. Yeah. I uh, I started Lost in Space 2 on Netflix. Lost in Space. Did not like that at all. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, it was like, I, we probably watched, me and my wife watched like four episodes, and I was like, this is that's... not doing anything oh, for me. I, I kind of, it was so lackluster that I couldn't really remember the first season oh and i feel like i should have went back and watched it but then watching a bit of the second season I'm like i don't even want to watch this like oh, I'm, geez, so I'm not going yeah. back um and then last night i watched the first episode of netflix dracula and that was it's a little corny but mm-hmm. it was actually pretty good hmm. i'll probably i will continue to watch that so is it the kind of like witcher corny a little bit a little bit yeah there's okay. there's a little bit of just a little bit of corny a little bit it's well, not too bad i think the vampires and stuff right know. vampires are kind yeah. of corny yeah, yeah. Um, playing, so we got Mario Kart 8 as a family. It's not really new, yeah. but new to us. Yeah, that's when I bought it. It was new to me. The game is so awesome. It is good. So I, awesome. I don't like how everything is unlocked, basically, from the beginning, except yeah. for the car parts. Right. It's like, oh. All your characters are there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, I got Wargroove. Uh, anybody ever play Advance Wars? Yes, Advance Wars. I have one and two for Game Boy Advance. All right, sweet. So if you liked Advance Wars, this is like a spiritual predecessor. Oh, okay. It's by Chucklefish Studios. Um, it's good so good. It? It's so good. I love that turn-based action. It's like yeah. it's all tense and everything. Like, it, that was it, a good, good game, yeah. It is just like Advance Wars. Like wow. You know how you would come down and there'd be like 10 tanks versus your 10 gunmen yeah. and they go in and pop, 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 pop. It's the same. Oh, that's like, cool. like, yeah. like, like, 
All right, I should probably stop. Not Command and Conquer. Right, okay. Do you remember uh, mil- Military Madness? Yeah, Turbografx absolutely. And that's uh, like Met- Metal Marines for yeah. Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yes. I'm very curious in the people in the comments, because usually once or twice a week, fucking Steve recommends like three games, yeah. and then I go and fucking buy them. Yeah. Like, I want to know if there's any... Like, we, do we ever do that for you guys, or Steve, or someone <laughs> in the show? Did you like, get Graveyard Keeper? I did. I got Graveyard Keeper. I got River City Girls. Nice. And something else, yeah. I'm fucking... I'm get, like, I, I, I'm just curious <laughs> if I'm the only one who gets suckered and not suckered but i i get ideas from you guys because you you're you're awesome at selling a video yeah, game thanks like, man yeah, you're very good at giving a description without giving too much away i try to get them at a good price too yeah. it's a big deal i got so i got Wargroove for like seven bucks and i was that's totally worth not it. bullshitting about cuphead either yeah, cuphead. that game is legit you you have to keep going back switch. in it's so good i switch in half it's, it's so hard good. though isn't it yeah it's super hard it's really i'd love hard. to play that game it, but it keeps you going back like wouldn't you agree I, know I, 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 could, I had to keep going I back. know you weren't here last week, but uh, <clears throat> I know Jason's been offering us to come to his house to play his arcade cabinet. We, nice. we took him up on it, um, and we went to his house and had a couple beers and played. Nice. That fucking cabinet's fun, man. Nice. We're, we, took turns, we took turns playing NFL Blitz <laughs> and NBA Showtime and NBA Jam. Oh, shit. Man, it was out of control. It was so much fun. Shit. Yeah, you got Sounds it. awesome. You're welcome anytime. Man. Yeah, it was it's really awesome. good. Over. No, I love for the Center Ice game with Wayne Gretzky Center Ice or it was called. Gretz- too, Wayne yeah. Gretzky's 3D hockey oh, for 3D. the N64 was fantastic. We beat like two or three games that night. Yeah, you played that uh, what, Dark Stalkers or Night Stalkers. Nice. Night, Night Slashers. Night Slashers. Night Slashers. And then uh, the, the Moo Cows. Yeah, the oh. Cowboys of Moo Mesa and Tony was just like... Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. Like, like, you probably has Red... Do you have Red Earth on there? It's a fighting yeah, game that Japan with a line. probably would have it, it I, I, on there. If it's... I'm positive. Yeah, it's only... It was arcade it, only. Yeah. 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 He has a lot of shit. The, la- the last game that I got was uh, Grim Fandango, which was a late 90s LucasArts point and click. They gave that away for free on PlayStation by a year ago. Nice. I bought it for like three bucks. Yeah. So I wasn't. I already owned it on PC. I owned it like when it came out. Okay. And yeah. I bought it on Steam a few years ago. So it was like three bucks. I was like, whatever. It's a good game. I was trying to play through that. I have to revisit that. While you're there, the controls are tough yeah. nowadays. Sure. What are you into? What am I into? Um, <laughs> so every time I was I watching, say it, I, gr- I regret it. I'm like, oh <laughs> fuck, here we go. Well, I started watching Symbionic Titan, the Jenny Tartofsky, uh like giant robot show. <laughs> it's like you. It's like you. T- I kind of just muted it for a second. It's, it's, like, it's like you take a rock and you throw it down. Like you get a boulder and you're like, I'm gonna push it down this hill, and then you let it go and it keeps rolling and rolling. You're like, it's eventually gonna stop, and then you're like, oh fuck, there's a road down there. It's gonna hit a car. As every time I segue to bed, I'm like, "This is gonna be a fucking beautiful, shit show. beautiful catamari." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's exactly. And then like, and it's like the Adam Sandler skits. Like he just keeps going at the very end. It's like, I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Ben. I, I have no idea what you just said. You just lost points in the Billy Madison debate. <laughs> All right, Ben. But uh, no, Symbionic Titan is. Um, this, the creator of uh, like Samurai Jack, Dexter's Laboratory, okay. but they do like uh, giant robots and like basically uh, like this royal like this royal princess with a bouncer and a robot match get into Earth, get get to Earth, and they're trying to find them. Tony just hide like, over there. <laughs> It's it's pretty cool. Like it it was just one of those like offbeat. Never th- heard of that. Did that come up later? What's that? Like because uh, I'm a big fan of his work, and I was a big fan of Dexter. That and was even much Samurai late. Jack. That was Samurai much Jack was later. later. It was I, after I like Samurai Dexter. Jack. Yep, that was much later. So what are you watching this on Netflix? Or? Netflix. Okay. Yes, um, I, they have I think the first two seasons on. There. Nice. So I forget how many episodes each season is. It it, it was only maybe like. 
almost like 30 episodes all together. But, uh, you know, people are saying, hey, we want this show back on. Maybe we might get Netflix to fund it. And Do you well, know what I saw? Hmm. February 1st. Uh, all Ghibli movies are coming to Netflix. You son of but, a bitch! You but, stole my thunder. But <laughs> not the, mic up and air But listen to this: not in the U.S., the U.K., and Japan. Shut up! I'm not kidding you. So, they actually so Africa gets it, and we don't. Yeah, I was yeah. Say, we don't they're like it. we want to mark. We want to market to where people haven't watched it. Well, but then, if you have a VPN club, that's VPN, say, you have a VPN. You can just go say you're from Morocco and watch it all you want. Yeah, that's you know bullshit. what the Africans need: giblets. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what the movies are. I don't know either. The Ghibli, I, we talk about it all the time. They're the Japanese Walt Disney movies, oh, also, okay. essentially. Oh wow, they're mega blockbusters. Yeah, over Studio yeah. Ghibli. Yeah, oh, wow. that's that's like uh, Porco Rosso, Howl's Moving Castle, Totoro. Um, my right, neighbor Totoro. When they yeah. dub them over in the states, yeah, they get like Billy Crystal and shit like oh, that. Natalie Portman, yeah. Billy Bob Thornton, they had oh. Michael Dunst. Michael yeah. Isn't that Dog Island of Dogs? One of those movies? That nah, just, it's no, it's Wes Anderson. Yeah, no, that's a little bit thing. different. Yeah. But wasn't it supposed to be inspired by that style? I believe so. Yes, yeah. and it is phenomenal. And the guy's like 75, 80 years old, and he keeps coming out of retirement because he's just so pissed off that he's not doing anything. Making two more. Making two more. He's this like, I'm fucking, I'm, t- I'm retiring. And it's like two years later, I'm, I'm coming back with three more. <laughs> Ozzy. That's pretty much Stanley. him. Stanley. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I retire. Terry Funk. <laughs> then I was playing uh, River City. I finally got my copy of River City Girls. I beat it already. Yeah, I beat it in like two or three days. Yeah. Shit. So pretty I, good. Yeah, for yeah, I got forty percent of the trophies nice. on that, which is nice. How many I, times did you take a break to get one out? <laughs> really, man? Really? Actually, do you ben, have a job because <laughs> yeah. you're beating games in two and three days and watching all these shows? It's a forty-hour week job. He probably hey, goes to the gym four defense, times a day. In defense, it's not a very long game. <laughs> four times <Yeah>. a day. <laughs> he, he he goes to work I, and the gym every single day. And Except then weekend. goes and binges like fucking eight manga books, yeah. fucking two Netflix series, sometimes, and beats a game. I thought, like, did you even jerk off the entire time? Sometimes Ben reads, like, the manga ones that are, like, four issues of a comic or five. He reads, like, eight of them <laughs> in, like, a day. I fucking ripped through it, man. I, like, that's impressive. Are you just looking at the pictures? or yeah. No, I'm reading. I'm reading. I, I, I've just gotten to the point where, like, I could speed read anymore. And I don't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't I, I sleep. still get seven, six, seven hours of sleep. Because he's like, I, I, read, I read 32 God, chapters. I'm like, I'm fucking nutty, chapters. man. It's like, I'm fucking nutty. Dude, I work 40 hours a week, Vegas. edit, produce, book, set up four shows. And I still find time to fucking beat my dick at least. <laughs> yeah, you got to make time for what's yeah. important. You know what I mean? Like, you got to fucking have your priorities, man. Hey, relax. I'm getting there. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. he's talking about next. <laughs> so what porn were you watching? Ben? I watched some good porn. Let me tell you. That's your new mission. You're gonna you're gonna remember no. porn. And I was and I us. was on Pornhub. Man, that finds the good ones. <laughs> what what I see in the group chat? World right. world class ass. Really? Yes. Did you ever? Did you ever Backdoor galore. Did you ever go on like a site and then you see like a girl in one scene? You're like, this scene was not that good, but I like the girl. And you go and look up more of her yeah. movies. Yeah, do it all the time. Yeah, and yes. then I get stuck on a girl for like a week. Yeah, yeah. but only for a week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, three weeks. Go, I'm like, what was that girl's that name? News. Yeah. Then I was trying. To, I was grinding through. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what a segue. Ben's thinking of that girl's name right now. <laughs> so. Played through uh, Sek- I jumped into Sekiro again because I wanted to play River City Girls and that at the same time too. Try and go half and half, and I got pretty. I got decently far in that game. Like the one section, I'm going to be fighting this uh, 
guy that's like on a horseback and what don't you spoil could use, anything. And what you could use is I'm <laughs> fuck it, I'm doing it anyway. No, don't do it. <laughs> You can I told you, shoot. If, like you if can you play shoot a game, if you a play a game, hook. if you play a game for fucking three months, it can't be the topic every week. Like no, but I'm just saying. No, I'm telling you, ordinary I'm happens. Like you can actually grapple onto the enemy and like hit him and then do your thing. Yeah, you said the same thing last week. Not only that, I actually upgraded a lot of my a lot of my uh, yeah. Well, that can, I've been playing Spider Man and I'd still been swinging around the city <laughs> doing all the side quests. Oh, everything I've been doing for a week now. <laughs> That's a gr- it's a grinder, man. But whatever. I'm just trying to save our audience. I get you. Ben didn't use the girl in River City Girls. But that a stunner, though. <coughs> oh, he he went with he, 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 he went Kyoto. Yeah, Kyoto. Kyoko. Uh, I Kyoko. Kyoko. I went with Masako. a dark haired girl. Yeah, that's Masako. She gets a stunner. I w- I was at Masako girl, for a long girl, time. That's powerbomb though. Yeah. A, I went with went with Masako first, and I switched to, to Kyoko, and then now I have the boyfriends unlocked, so I'm playing through with the boyfriends. Spoiler Sexist. alert: If you beat the game, uh, you get locked. Uh, I forgot to I forgot to say Spoiler. I've been playing Onimusha Warriors <laughs> for eight years now. <laughs> When you walk in the game, you can hit the X button and search chess. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. I'm going to talk about that next week again. Search Maybe four- I will. <laughs> search 14 chess. Maybe I will. I love how that one week it went away, and then the week after that, he's like, I went back again <laughs> to get the pots or something. <laughs> like, and, they, and they have this special move, and I was like, and I just fucking lost it. I was like, you been! It's been five weeks in a fucking row. It's a good game. Jason, it is a good game. Save us. Oh no, I was gonna. I was actually gonna show movies. I'm, I might watch. I might watch. I might watch. <laughs> I might watch. <laughs> Next time, Jason. I mean, I mentioned it See last this week. game. I might play that one day. I, I mean, you know, again, I'm watching stupid stuff. So I'm watching like Flavor of Love season three. So I'm oh, like, oh boy, yeah, I'm pretty far into that now. Which is, I watched a few. Did you not see it before? One. I saw like the some of the seasons before that, but not the third one. So. What? Well, how about that New York? Huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spoiler, it's just crazy. Yeah. And uh let's see, uh on the arcade cabinet I set up all the Odyssey two games, the Magnavox oh, wow. Odyssey two nice. games. Ooh. So I got like a hundred or so of those games and man, they're shitty looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean they they do not hold up. A, well. a lot of them games back then sucked, but they were the, the only games you had. It's like, well this is cool. Like I was man, playing like Demon man, Attack man. on it, which I like, and I think like on Atari it's better, like better yeah. than Magnavox. Wow. Yikes. And uh let's see. Oh I did see um that Mahoning's uh drive in they start to announce their season for this year. What okay. they're starting to, so it always opens up with uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and Wizard of Oz. Right. The original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, wow. Every year, that's, cool. that's the movies they show I would like first. to see them in a drive-in again. Then I saw they're doing like a Superman night, like a super, like the original right. Super, oh. like one or We should two make it a point like to all go up one night and do it. And, and then the third one's the Mad Max. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say that. Yeah. All that one. four. Yeah. yeah. All four of them. I've seen the newest one in theaters five times. Wow. Damn, that's a good. It movie. is pretty good. That's a good movie, right? I've seen it in the Fractal Theater three, no four, and drive in once. Nice. Did you do the Chrome? What do you mean? Did you watch the Chrome edition? No. Ooh. There's a Chrome edition. Oh yeah. What is that one? Like more shit? Black, white, and Chrome. That's the whole thing is in black and white and Chrome. I'd watch that. It's kind of oh, like, like you know how like yeah. you know how that. like Wolverine, well, I Logan, Logan, I want how it went want, black and white. I want part two of that. Like bad. Yeah. Of Mad Max, like. Did you play the video game? Do you know how yeah, much? Great game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun game. A little repetitive. But you're playing as 
uh, Mel Gibson. Yeah, the yeah. old one. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how much they probably spent on that movie? Like five hundred thousand dollars, and look how it look the turn. Well, a lot of it was, was nuts. the only time that was it was really CGI was a storm. Everything else legit happened. Oh, exactly. Oh, I know. That's what. This that's is why really we should crazy. play Gaslands. Yeah, that's why I'm. I'm gonna I'm gonna build a war rig. Also, I want that. Big if we can work it <laughs> out, and we're gonna go to the movie theater, that should be the night. Yeah, yeah the Mad Max. Is I agree. Definitely, that'll definitely yeah. be fun. So, well, so far, that's, the way the shows and it's are cheap. Kinda, it's not the way much, the shows are structured. Cheap, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm, I'm working hard now, so I have Saturdays and Sundays off. Yeah, there is. I'm gonna drop this little. I, I think the Mad Max is a great idea, but they're also doing Alien one, and I'm kind of a big fan of Ridley Scott. Did Just they announce that? that? Not yet. Uh, they've done the past two years. Yeah, I know they usually do a lot. They do so many horror movies. So this is a cool thing too. Good segue, by the way. First, first, first week of February, I want to just double check with him to make sure how many eyes could be on the product because it's it's a thing. I can't guarantee everyone will be able to sit down for the interview because I don't know how many people he's bringing that are part of the movie. Mm-hmm. But the guy who m- is making the local horror movie Backwoods. Yeah, I remember you saying about that. Is, is Backwoods. Back uh, Backwoods sorry, sorry. comes alive? Back, back Road. It's the, 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 so the, the cigar? The premise is... It's, it's, it's like called Stick. Yeah. It's yeah. Back Road and these people are... It literally looks like a school county. They're just... They're, they're doing a booze cruise. They're drinking. They're driving. And they hit a kid. Mm-hmm. And the kid's part of this fucking crazy back like Backwoods family and they just fuck these these, these now, people is, up is it located in storyline like, like story wise is it located around here yeah. or I don't or know I don't random know town USA I think it might be random town USA but it's shot around here oh, that's cool though. it actually made local news because they um left some of their props in the woods yeah, to come back like, the next day and then somebody came across it and thought it was real dead body parts yeah. mm-hmm. and the cops got called and there was helicopters circling like yeah oh shit wow but the February I believe it's the first. It's the first Saturday of February. That's the first. Yeah, that's they're gonna come. They're gonna come here around eleven thirty, eleven o'clock, twelve, and we're gonna watch the movie and then sit down and do an interview. Oh, they're gonna like watch nice. it. That's cool. Yeah. So oh, we're that's gonna. Neat. So if you, yeah. I'll, I'll double check, but I'm sure he won't have a problem because you're part of the podcast team. Obviously, you just don't go putting everything out there. Of course. Movie. This is what um, but yeah, uh, <coughs> like I said, if, it, if it's only him coming himself, then I would definitely have a few of you sit in and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Heidi's ecstatic. She's a huge horror movie yeah, psychopath. Sure. But um, yeah, it's something we can do and that's something to look forward to if you guys are horror movie fans. We're going to be interviewing them. Yeah, so um, nice to see Flan again, too. Yeah, he's like the, one of the main killers. Oh, awesome. Well, yeah, go yeah. figure. It. It's Flan. Yeah. Well, other than that, like... Uh, Hearthstone, of course. <laughs> Their uh, new uh, single-player expansion drops next week, so I'll be. I already pre-ordered it. It's only like twenty. Is bucks. Hearthstone a, a combination of every Blizzard game? Or it's is no. It it's just a com- World it's, of it's World of Warcraft characters in a card game. I, I and I've never played World of Warcraft. In I my actually, entire life. I actually I've never enjoyed played World of Warcraft. Of and when I do upgrade my laptop, I may sneak it on there. Hello. Oh, oh snap. time. But but I, a lot of time. I've got to say, I, like I've never, like I said, played World of Warcraft ever. But Hearthstone is probably one of my favorite games I've ever played in my mm. entire life. It is so. It's a good card game. It, it's fantastic. Is I mean, it easy? Yes. Yes. It's it's going to be essentially hard to pick up a little bit because there's so many additions. Yeah, and with each edition they introduce a new type of thing like that the cards do like a reborn and stuff. I won't get into it, but yeah. um, Is there a physical edition of that game? I don't, not that I know. I don't of, think. No. I think it's only I think on just mobile. digital huh. only. Yeah. The thing about Blizzard, man, is they make such good games and they like stand the test of time. It's like, yeah. well, you know, think about how long World of Warcraft's been. I out could go for. back to Starcraft right now. 
years. It's I like think. amazing. Diablo. I mean, they all make of them. games and yeah, they just they stand forever. You yeah. know what I mean? So. I mean, um, Overwatch is doing really well for them as well. Yeah. yeah. But that's it. Andy. I'm still playing, playing Star Wars. The uh, Fallen Jedi. Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order. There we go. Someone said they just did a patch to it to make it not, like, to nerf some of the hardness. Oh, really? It, I turned it down to easy. Just to enjoy the story. It's way too hard and hard. I mean, there's guys that will kill you in one combo. That's not fun. That's just... Ugh. Uh, but, speeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, I'm just dying off the right. Design. But if you play on easy, it's still challenging, but it's fun. That's cool. So, uh, I, I heard recommend the get it. great. Yeah, it is, it is really good. BD, the, BD1, the little robot droid, kind of acts like a cat or a dog. It's pretty cool. That's your buddy that, that like, rides on you and does all the, like, the slicing and everything. So it's fun, but just. You get a baby Yoda. No, there's not, I, don't, I don't think there's any baby Yoda in it. <laughs> They're going to make a baby Yoda. I don't know the timeline, like, when it happens. I think it's, like, somewhere after the original three. Oh, no, no, it's, no, it's before. It's after. Order sixty six, so the 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 prequels is after that, but before Luke. I I don't know. Obviously, oh. this guy probably dies because he's never in any movies, or he gets frozen. So I wonder what they what happens to him at the end, because he was never in the movies. What if they unfreeze him and use him in movies? Because he's, yeah. he's a real actor. Yeah, they could. They could play the next one. I heard rumors that they actually might ask 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 ask, ask, ask somebody. Yeah, ask the somebody. Uh, ask the actor who played in the um um Xbox and PlayStation video games. The Force unleashed. Were, the version of Leash games to actually maybe make those into a movie. Cause they should. They'd be fantastic. They said they were great stories. Yeah, they were. They're really good. The Darth, yeah. Vader, Darth Vader's Secret Apprentice. And then I watched The Joker, so we can talk about that because you've seen it. I did, I, yeah. thought, I thought it was very good. Has everyone seen The Joker here? No. All right, so I won't get too crazy. Yeah, we don't have to do spoilers, but... Um, I'm very conflicted with the movie. But it does stand alone, you know. So. Yeah, I, I, listen, now, I, regardless of my opinions of the movie, I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Now, every time I bring this up to people... They're like, well, who was offended by this movie? And there was. There was a group of people who were like, this movie is dangerous. This movie is not good. This movie can lead people to think it's okay to do these things. And if you are that person who watched this movie and said, the world has shit on me so long, I think it's okay for people to do what they do, or I justify the fact that people lash out and hurt other people, um, that's not good. It's never okay. Um I was saying that though. There are people. I mean, the, like, I guess so. But then that if, movie if you watch literally falling that, down. Like I agree with him. I kind of agree with him too. But like, like I'm not going to do that. Yeah, psychological <laughs> acrobatics. It because there's some things, man. There's there's that points where you watch the movie and you're like, man, like you kind of are rooting for the Joker, like and and but you don't want to be because. It, not only is he just he's not like this version of the Joker is just not your my like your your evil version of the Joker yet. He really doesn't even have his confidence. Yeah, it's a, it's a very good uh, becoming of a supervillain. Yeah, um, but like he, origin story. He he literally just wants someone to accept him. Like literally, if someone just were to stop him on the street and be like, "Are you okay, man?" and just gave him a hug, it would have changed that entire. It would have changed him as a person. And and that's what I I'm saying. Like I think if people were ups- upset about that movie, I think a lot of it comes down to guilt because I think wow. a lot of people look at. Like, w- there's so many times in society where we see someone who's addicted to drugs or maybe has a mental illness or is going through some shit, and we look at them and just step over them like they don't exist as human beings. And then that person turns around and somehow gets his, their hands on a firearm or a, or a knife or something and goes and hurts somebody. And then we just chalk it up to that they were just crazy. But in reality, us as a society have, has failed them, you know? But he was 
pretty crazy. He was. Yeah. So you're saying the people that are scared of the movie should maybe hug people more often. Yes, they should learn to treat each other better. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the movie comes down to like we don't treat mental illness properly. Like he went to his therapist and he was just like, you you ask the same questions every week. You're just here to get a paycheck. You like you don't give a fuck about me. Like you don't like you don't listen. And then she's like, well, just by the way, um, we're cutting funding. Like, that's a legit thing that happens, too. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so then he wasn't getting his medication anymore. Like, it's, it's, it, there's a lot to this that there's a lot to unpack here. Um, but as the Batman fan, the entire time, I'm like, man, I can't wait for this guy to come and fucking correct this. You know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 a, it's a fantastic movie. I thought <laughs> the neighbor girl was going to be Harley Quinn. Really? Yeah. I was yeah. like, maybe it's that great, that's, great, great cool thing place. there, what too. What if Batman just walked in and gave him a hug? Yeah. It's over. It, yeah, it, it, might set, have... it sets up Batman, though, so I'm like, wow, this is, this is perfect. Yeah, it does. Um, I have a theory, but I don't know how true it is, because now I'm hearing, hearing rumors that, I don't know, maybe someone else heard about this article. I didn't see anything about it. Did Robert Patterson get scrapped as Batman? I don't think so. Someone no, told me he did, but I don't, I didn't, it, yeah. Yeah. I think the way that see for me, everyone's like, well, "Who's your favorite Joker?" And I, I've said this on the show before. I think every Joker that we've had on screen has fit the Batman that he's played against. Mm-hmm. I think Jared Leto's Batman was good for 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 Ben Affleck's style of Batman. I think Michael Keaton and 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 um, and Jack Nicholson were perfect. I think Christian Bale and Heath Ledger were great together. I think this younger Robert Pattinson. And an older Joker, because he's not a very big man. He's very frail. He's skinny. He's he's. Which and, the Joker and, usually is. And know? this Batman's not a muscle bound dude, so he could be more of like your John Wick style. Like he could he could put a new style, a spin onto Batman where he's not. He could blend in more as a normal yeah. person. So I'm holding rejudgment because Batman Beyond's not a big guy either. Yeah, but then he's not Bruce Wayne. Exactly. Right. Um, so I, I'm open to the idea of let's see how Robert Patterson works, but I think it would be a cool dynamic to see Patterson and and this style of Joker possibly clashing together. I seen the picture was like Robert Patterson on some book. It's like Gotham's fashion or something. He would be a much better villain because I want to punch him in the face when I see him. <laughs> well, most people see like, Bruce Wayne; they want to do that because he's an arrogant, good-looking prick. Yeah, but not to the point. Like I don't want to. Punch him because he's rich guy. I'm gonna punch him because he looks like a fucking douchebag. Yeah, I don't think douchebag. Most people, yeah, but are you just associating that with the whole Twilight (laughs) thing? I've never really seen Twilight. Like, (laughs) yeah, but you know, but you know, it's already it's already already in there. You're already tainted on. But but realistically, realistically, in society, a better villain. Realistically, in society, you would see a Bruce Wayne on a cover and be like, "Here's this fucking kid who's been handed all this fucking money. Yeah, fuck him." That's how society would look at him. Yeah, but and they would be the perfect cover for being a fucking superhero, especially so. because back then that's not how society seen rich people. Like people oh, yeah. seen rich people and were like, "Oh Kings, my, yeah, Joker's mother. He's going to help us. Yeah. He's rich. He's he has power." But nowadays, she was insane. Nowadays we see rich <laughs> we see rich people as lower class citizens. We're like, "Fuck them. They they have everything and yeah. they don't help us." Yeah. But realistically, he he maybe he's portraying that, and now he's. I just think this new style of Batman can tweak the character a little bit to play in today's modern society with this style of Joker and and rich versus. And I think it, it would be a great dynamic. Yeah, but the, that's, it would be a good way to start a universe. Yeah, and this Joker don't connect though. That's like what they're saying. It's like, no, I don't. Buy I disagree. But that they don't. this Joker definitely plays in. This is the guy who made. All the other iterations of the Joker. 
he happened, and it's always in the back of the head of everybody else. So you're going by the way the, the kind of the way Gotham did it. So they don't credit that guy to being the Joker of Gotham. He created the idea of the okay, Joker. Yeah. Essentially, something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. Because even yeah. in the comic universe, that, that there ha- there's three versions of the Joker. There is not, but they never really talk about it. So like, they, it's kind of like here's this idea we're going with, and then they never explain it. Yeah, they kind of just ban. So it. it's like it doesn't really exist. So I, yeah. I mean, I, maybe they will get to it eventually. Yeah. But. I also just read an article that they're talking about. Because Joker 2 is happening. Yeah, they, yeah. they do. They're talking about him being the Joker in the Pattison. Yeah. Because it's just made so much money. And everything. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it makes the most sense. Yeah. But will he do it? Yeah, that's what, the thing. Joaquin Phoenix. That is going to be the trick. Yeah. Because he's, kind of a, he's, he's kind more of, of an art canon, guy. Right? He's yeah. not a, I'm not in it for the bank. He did it because it was a good role. Yeah. I Honestly, I think it would be cool if DC kind of did two different universes. Can yeah because they're kind of starting to salvage the Zack Snyder not Zack Snyder universe but that style because they've they've now included the movie Arrow into the TV Arrow so now like Flash Flash yeah. yeah so now they're like oh shit this is a thing so I mean if you, and Harley Quinn's movie's still going on and they still say that Joker's there but now he's dead but is he dead so you can still bring that back and have two different universes going that don't really collide with each other but it's it'd be fun. I don't it's know. Kind of, yeah, the, the CW shows are going fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I think it's a good way to maybe and tie They're the going to have a Superman Lois show. They they greenlit it. Yeah. Not just the pilot, but the whole first season. Wow. Yeah. Season. Yeah, so it'd be it'd be interesting, but yeah, I think I think if if he agrees to it, I think that would be a good way for Patterson <laughs> Batman to pay, maybe get some thread here. Do I want Now, I don't want another origin story of Batman. Please Nobody do not does. put that on camera yeah, that's, again. No. But I be, maybe do Patterson's a, a newer Batman because he has a hard time putting the muscle on. So he's not a veteran Grizzle and Batman here. He's a young kid coming through his steps now. And I think that would be a, a, the best way to go about it. The Batman who constantly screws up in the beginning because yes. he's not year one yet. The Batman begin the way the Batman begins should have been. Not he was an awesome ninja. Yeah. I mean, maybe even go through like, hey, he went through his training, but now he's like, he's still like, don't put him with fucking Ra's al Ghul right away. Because yeah, could you yeah. imagine if fucking Ra's al Ghul came immediately after Batman and he wins? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta fight on. some jobbers first. Exactly, you gotta fucking. You go mean you're some talking shit. more along the lines of like the mafia and like because the, you have a you have a gang br- you have all. a brand new fucking Batman who's coming in against a brand new Joker. When they fought in the comics, they they weren't both polished yet. And they and they they both made mistakes, Mm -hmm. and it both led to the like. That's what I want. I want two unexperienced people kind of figuring things out. You know what I mean? Like I think it'd be cool. But DC's not going to give you what you want. Yeah, I I I have. You can hope. There'll be somebody else. There'll be be some brand new guys, the Joker in that Batman movie, or no, it'll be some stupid villain or something. Yeah, they won't even go. They'll be like, that's that's the problem with this Joker. He's not killing. For any real reason, towards the end, he he wants to see chaos. Yeah. Yes, he enjoys it. Yeah. He he likes the fact that people are like first he's just getting he's people that wronged him, but then like at the end it's kind of like okay now he wants he likes the he's, yeah, he's, he he he's gaining confidence, and that's the scariest part about Joker. He he gets confidence in what he's doing. It was it was it was a fantastic movie. There's a scene where he is kneeing a dumpster, and from what I've read, in that scene he legit. He fought, he knees the dumpster like like fucking four or five times, hard as fuck, and hits the ground and immediately grabs his knee and starts fucking crying. It's legit happened. He dislocates his knee in that scene, mm. wow. and then hobbles down the stairs. And then they're like, 
Oh, he legit dislocates his knee in that scene. All right. It, I know it's in all the promotional stuff, but that scene where he's coming down the steps, there's a part of you that's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Because like, he's, he's starting to gain that confidence. Yeah. It's a legit yeah, scene. Sure like, I know they sure used it and used it and used it, but it's legit. Yeah. that uh, There's an apartment scene where he, he, he gives us the Joker. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck. Like, this entire time, he's a vulnerable, mentally ill individual who doesn't have a rhyme or reason has nothing to go for and something happens before this the scene but you're like he's getting confidence in himself and he's he's that he that turning point happens because he's off his medication yeah he's like, i feel much better now yeah and it's crazy because this entire time i kept asking people who've seen the movie i'm like if they removed every aspect of batman and joker and just put a movie out of a mentally ill guy would it be a good movie and it would have been. Yeah, it's called Taxi Driver. <laughs> yeah, it would have been. But because they add that Batman element and that universe in, that's when that flip switches. That that switch, you know, and you're like, oh, fuck. He's not just, you, you don't see him as a vulnerable, mentally ill, possibly mentally challenged man anymore. You're like, this motherfucker's calculated. And it gets scary. It gets real scary. It's fa- It's crazy. It's 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 a must watch. I I think it's a must much much watch movie. It makes um, me want to see more villain origin stories. Yeah, done well. I guess I should say. Yeah. Um. And then I watched uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Watched it. Fell asleep. Woke up at the end. <laughs> and then when Heidi went to bed, I rewatched the, whole, the parts I missed. Fa- I'm not gonna say anything. All I'm gonna say, fantastic movie. Not Tarantino's best, but it was a great movie. Fantastic. Um, I, I finished the that TV show, The Circle, oh that social experiment. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, I'm telling you, watch it. You'll be fucking hooked. And this girl, Sammy, in it is fucking is really good looking. Um, but yeah, I finished that, and then I watched the Aaron Hernandez documentary. Um, if you followed the story at all the way through, it doesn't. You're, you're not going to get a smoking gun that you didn't know before. Did he do it? 100. percent How do you know? He 100% did it. How? You got to sell me. So their defense was some guy just got a drink spilled on him, and then he went out in the streets and shot three people. It doesn't make sense. But he's also the same person who just fucking killed his best friend. The same person who fucking, because a bar owner told him to pay his tab, he fucking punched him in the face. He was He was a guy who was trying so hard to be everything he wasn't that he, he 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 overcompensated and he lived a culture where he thought he had to be the toughest guy in the room and the scariest guy in the room I 100% think he did it no why would he hide that car oh wait wait I, I, did, did he kill his friend or did he kill those two people in did the he car? kill any of them 100% kill those people there's no physical proof though there's always a reason to doubt even if it's 1% it's there well, what would be the 1% doubt in the, the man and the his friend that got was murdered I'm not arguing that he wasn't there. Definitely was there. Both of them. Mm-hmm. But there's no gun. He was holding a gun in his house when That's, he came back. Yeah, he also had like 30 or 40 guns, they said, though. And then he texts his wife to get rid of a box and I destroyed evidence. That could have been anything. Come on. Okay, I'm not <laughs> saying... Yeah, but here's the thing. I'm not saying... How do you know one of his buddies didn't pull that trigger and he was getting rid of the gun because it was his gun? 
because I don't think either one of those friends were were the 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 muscle to the operation. I think he he had to be. He just came off as that personality that he had to be the guy who did the work, and he but he he had to he had to impress the people around him. I'm not arguing. I actually 100 percent agree with you. I'm just saying, convince me, because and then why would he hide the car for that long if he wasn't part of that shooting? I think he was 100% involved in that, and I think 100% he shot that other dude in the face, That, and he was fucking terrified because he went to his coaches like, I need to be traded out of New England because I'm, f- I'm afraid. Because he fucking shot someone and they survived, and that guy had just as many guns that was just as crazy as him, and he was scared that that guy was going to come back and get him. No arguments. But also, I, I don't condone everything he did, but also when they studied his brain, he was a 23-year-old man. And his brain was fucking destroyed. Like Benoit. They, they said his brain was almost to the level of Chris Benoit. And Chris Benoit died when he was what? 30, 40? I think late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. And he said his brain was like he an about right. He was a 23-year-old kid. And his brain was almost as damaged to that level. Wow, what, was, what happened Football. Oh, really? Wow. Wow. Was right. Every time he got hurt from high school... Through the NFL, not even high school. He's been playing football since he's probably f- five years old. Well, they're saying from his first concussions, roughly. Yeah, but you don't even. They were hitting him with juice to get he- keep him out there, really? oh, no God. matter what. Yep. I, I, listen, I love the game of football, but I really strongly feel it should be something needs to change, and I don't think, like, I understand. Obviously, a sport has to grow to a certain point where they can get to the level of like a college level or a high school of, you know what I mean but like I just don't I can't condone fucking putting a, a helmet on a fucking eight year old kid and have them go out there and do that yeah, I it's don't a little, like even even wrestling people you know wrestling but, but wrestling no is one tra- so much more controlled yeah but no one trains when they're, unless they're 18 yeah so yeah I, I it's I thought you meant like high school wrestling. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking like pro wrestling. Um, Still, like, like it's all left wrestling. But yeah, no one's no one's getting hurt. Yeah, when, it's, when you're young. I don't know. It's it's definitely a fine line because it's such it's so built into American culture that it will never fucking change. But like, it's scary. It really is because like you don't realize how much damage you're physically doing to your brain at that. Like when you're when you're training mixed martial arts, you can't fucking do any head combat. In karate, anything until you're eighteen, twenty years, because yeah, your see. brain doesn't stop to, doesn't start like stop developing yeah. until you're at least twenty, twenty three years old. That's why they're trying to stop cigarette smoking from at that young because there is a your brain is not developed yet. Yeah, it's it's just, it's it's very interesting. Um, and then I played a little bit of River City Girls, and I didn't get very far. I'm still in the school because it's a little hard this podcast, and yeah. it is difficult. Um, but that's all I have. Um, I'm going to check the camera here, but we're going to jump because this is not doing anything. This is just sending audio there. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I don't oh know why God. it stopped. But um, I probably bumped it with this cable. But uh, well, <laughs> broke the chair. No, this is the chair that guy broke last week. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Was he a rather large gentleman? <laughs> What's don't, that dude's right. name? These chairs are scary. Don't sit back on it. 
shit. These two might be. Uh, we got some. We got some refills. We got some refills. I'll get you a chair. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. If you fall down, I'm gonna laugh. I forgot. Like remember that on camera, so you won't sue me if you fall. Yeah, it's coming up over. Remember that guy? What was his name on the bag and beers? He's the one that broke it. Remember? His name Scott. Was Scott Sharpie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, his name was Tiny Johnson. Listen, weighs five hundred eighty-three pounds. These, these chairs you can't really twist on for some yeah. reason. They just go. And, and like these uh, folding chairs, if you lean back, sometimes they'll they'll start bending. Yeah. And they'll eventually break. So we that one's this broken too. Fucking Jack too. This is like set for disaster. <laughs> Don't I'll take that one's probably just as bad. Take him to PPW and say, "Hey, here's some weapons for you." <laughs> I really, I probably should. Yeah. Well, they, they'll probably take him too. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a, that's a, that one's broken, broken too. One. Is it? Yeah. Look at it. That's the one bent back. Bent back in. No, that no, the no, one that Jason I'll, was sitting on. I swapped it. I'll sit in that out. one. That one's not. Well, you can give him that one if you want to just move your jacket over. Oh, there's shit on that chair. I'm good. It'll make for an exciting show. All right. I actually broke one on camera one time. It was embarrassing. Oh, um, this one's I remember yeah, that. That's all right. I'll, go, I'll get you a chair in one second. I remember uh, when cool. you broke your first cool. chair. That was, <sighs> was embarrassing. Wow. And like, well, I, I didn't feel fat until my until I broke a chair You're on like, camera. Oh, I broke. The I chair. broke a wooden like, chair. My mom's house leaning back with times. I wasn't even leaning back. I fucking sitting the whole fucking boy. It twists like a pretzel. Yeah. All right, so we're going to get on to D&D. Uh, D &D. I was going to say, what a good segue. Oh, yeah. Twists like a pretzel. Do your, <laughs> let's, let's start opening that and talking about so the Definitely things. snacks and drinks first. Yeah, do snacks before and I, drinks. Before I open the bag. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So before I open the bag. The pretzel right Pop-Tarts. That's cinnamon sugar and chocolate. I'm going to take this opportunity to go upstairs for a moment. All right. I'm going to go say hi to Heidi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> I'm just kidding. And, and uh, we got we got fruit fruit loop here, so she definitely doesn't have a bra on. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, I <laughs> so I heard the pretzel ones are pretty good, but not pretzely enough if that makes any sense at all. So we'll, we'll, we'll I'm kind of I'm kind of psyched for these. You can take one out if you want. To. I'll tell you what, uh, they're really. They're really packed with calories, man. Like they're like, well, I know, I know. If there's something quick, if, I mean, if you're watching what you're eating, that you ain't. Eating. <laughs> oh my god, you ain't eating pop tarts. The <laughs> <laughs> wooden chair sits back crack. I know. Like, so I'm gonna crack open the cinnamon sugar. That's what I want to try the most. It um, looks like a little pretzel. It's, hell yeah! I break part off and pass it down. And take yeah, it. take as much as you want. There's more. I'm curious about the Fruit Loop. Yeah, the, the, it smells like pretzel. <laughs> well, I guess it is technically a pretzel, but no, it's supposed to taste like Annie Ann's uh, cinnamon pretzel. Hmm. I'm sorry. Hmm. I, I agree with the guy. It's not pretzely enough. It kind of tastes like a pop. -tart. Needs more salt. Yeah, yeah. For a first attempt. It ain't bad. Not bad at all. No. I like it. No, move on to the chocolate. Let's try Not it. really getting a pretzel taste, though. Yeah. No. It kind a of just bit. tastes like, like normal Pop-Tart. It does, It's yeah. like a wheat Pop-Tart that makes any sense. I mean, it's a little bit salty, but other than that... Yeah, it kind of just tastes like a regular Pop-Tart. Yeah, man. It's a little darker. <laughs> Maybe they just burnt that one. Yeah, no, no pun intended. They make like a uh, pop tarts in Muncie, I think. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is as I'm, I, this is the chocolate one now. This might be pretty good in the toaster. Your toaster just got hotter. Sweet and salty pretzel, you go mind blown. 
Hang on, Steve. Just lean forward. I'm not that good with the Steve. Well, as we crack open the chocolate one. I'm good. I like the chocolate one. Good on this, too. It's very tempting. You know what the chocolate one I tastes forgot. like? Which one is this? Chocolate. Pretzel. pretzel yeah, pretzel chocolate, and that's pretzel uh, cinnamon. You know what the chocolate one tastes like? Like the chocolate icing, but not as sweet. Like on a cake? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But they're not real pretzel-y. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of like a I disappointing... I more with the cinnamon one. Yeah. But I like the cinnamon more and more. The chocolate one's okay. Yeah, here's here's a chocolate one. You take as much or as little as you want. Yeah, yeah. Take the whole thing. And this is a cinnamon here. That's pretty good. <laughs> so and then we'll, we'll crack open Fruit Loop. That's Hell the one yeah. I'm excited about. So I, when I was little, I thought that all the Fruit Loops were different flavor. They're all the same flavor, just different colors. I was a little disappointed. Oh man, yeah. why did you why did you do that to me? Spoiler, Sorry. Andy. Yeah. Spoiler <laughs> for for. Fruit Loops have been out for 50 years. Oh, look at this. <laughs> There's a little bow tie on it. Yo. I thought it was Toucan true. Sam, but oh, shit. Oh, there's a difference there. There's uh, that's awesome. Put your dog These in These are here. really falling apart here. Now I'll take... I'll just take that one. I just want, like, a little piece of it. Chocolate's fantastic. Oh, my God. They smell yeah, like... It is. It's good. The pretzel's real, like, subtle. It's not, like, over pretzel. Just a little pretzel. I'll go off the table here. I only want a small piece of that. I'm not a huge Fruit Loop fan. Just give me a small little. Thanks, Ben. Oh, that that's oh wow, that's, that's right smell. on point. Wow, mm-hmm. I love. Wow, wow. This smells the like smell is amazing. Wow, it smells it very like strong. It. it smells like you just opened up a box. Mmm. Cinnamon sugar is better. The Fruit Loop one is right there. Mm-hmm. It tastes exactly like, like that's good. It tastes exactly like yeah. the cereal. Whoa, yeah. Very wow. lemony. Yeah. I'd like a beer like that. A fruit A tooty, fruity, fruity beer. I would drink that. I like, I like the cinnamon one the best. Uh, fruit one seems like it's, it's out very of the, sweet. Out of the pretzels, the cinnamon sugar is better than the chocolate. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Wow. I like that Fruit Loop one the best, for sure. And these just came out If like you hate the sound of people ago. chewing, I apologize. Yeah. Probably hit the 30 nah, seconds. Nah, nah. The skipper on this part. The, 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 the Fruit Loop one is pretty good. Yeah, wow. it's real good. Natural flu flavors. Wow. So there we go. Three Pop Tarts. Which one's that chocolate? Very good. Fruit Loop. That was nifty. Fruit I like loop. that. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a little bit more of the Fruit Loop. Oh, Fruit Loop. I mean, it tastes just. Here's, here's it my, tastes just like Fruit Loop. Here's my big question, Andy. Yeah, Where do you good. get a Gatorade for 24 cents? Okay, so. Don't hold out. Giant, big yep. lots. Ah, now, when, when the Giant marks stuff, uh, when they reset the shelves, right? Yeah. And they get rid of certain flavors or have too much of certain, they put it in the back and they mark it down 75%. Wow. So that's why it was 24 cents. That's awesome. In the back of where? Where, you'll, where you'll never see it. <laughs> well, back, where, well, I'll, I'll, Just go root through the dumpster at so night. In, you'll in the, find them. In the, in the Cresona, the frozen aisle, they wheel out this wagon and that's where all the deals are on. But then, of course, people are like, 24 cents here. And then people lose their mind by all of it. All of it, yeah. Yeah. And there's other stuff like crackers for 64 cents. And, wow. Uh, I got two things of toothpaste for $1.52. Nice. So it's all stuff like that. So I'm always there when the lady puts it out. She's like, look what I have. And I just follow her out. I'm like, do, do, do. I got a Keurig machine for $44 one time. That was the big score. So not how wow. much? $44. Nice. <laughs> Marked down 75%. Nice. What are you drinking, Ben? Water. Wow, look at you. <laughs> Water. Yeah, I know. I was like, I didn't want to like agitate my throat because I was like coughing. Oh, my God. My, my acid reflux over, that, over this past weekend. Oh. Bad. I woke up this morning. I was like, yeah. 
I'm gonna force myself to puke, but I had nothing to puke oh. up, so I just puked up all that acid. Ugh. It's awesome. I felt so yeah. fucking good afterwards. Hmm. That's rough though. Sometimes you I'm gotta have do that. I'm gonna have throat cancer in three years. It's gonna be great. So let's just get it all out of the way now. Yeah, yeah. Just smoke. work real hard at this podcast, and then by the time we make it, I'll have throat cancer, and then I'll get sympathy views, and then we'll I'll, <laughs> I'll pass the I'll pass the money off to you guys. Get famous off your GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll put your kids through college. <laughs> <laughs> your, your kid will probably be out of college by that point, Jason. That doesn't roll good at all. All right, are we ready? Yeah. yeah. Are we? Yeah. All right, the history... Dim uh, the lights. Yeah. Get out the candles. Call Gary Gygax. Or is, he, is he dead? <laughs> the He's history dead. of... <laughs> is he really? Dominatrix. Yeah. Oh. He died oh, that around was Wonder Woman. Uh, that was two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Before you do start, Steve, Go Tony, ahead, may I have a Lorchetti? <laughs> may I okay. have another Pop-Tart? <laughs> <laughs> I was almost going to say that. If you want one, you can have one. Because cool. the, 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 the Fruit Loops are a little too sweet for me. All right. Like, I, I like them, but... Uh, anyway. Can I one of each try? Yeah. Are you sure? Hey, go ahead. I won't take the Pop-Tart. I won't take the Pop-Tart one, though. Oh, before the show, and, I had mentioned uh, for the viewers at home. Before the show, I mentioned that uh, I didn't really realize how big D and D was to me until I did my research for the show. This is going to be a little lengthy. I'm okay. going to try to just hit the points that are yeah, important, the, the, but yeah. but I feel like there's some stuff here. If you don't know anything, you're going to know a lot. So. Dungeons and Dragons is a fantasy tabletop role-playing game uh, originally designed by Dave Arneson and Gary Gygax. It was first published in 1974 by Tactical Studies Rules Incorporated, TSR, which I will from the future uh, call TSR. And it was bought by Wizards of the Coast in 1997. Oh, uh, Wizards of the Coast was really popular at the time for Magic the Gathering. And Pokemon, too. Yes. Yes, it was. And uh, Wizards of the Coast is now a subsidiary of Hasbro. So, uh, D&D, I'm, I'm also going to call Dungeons and Dragons D&D. Yeah. D&D was born from miniature wargaming as a variation to the 1971 game Chainmail. Real quick, Andy, can I take a picture of your sack? Oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the bag of devouring... So uh, it was originally a variation of a 1971 game called Chainmail. It was, uh, and that serves as the initial rule system. They kind of enhanced upon it and made that, it their I own. I knew that. Um, it was. It's a departure from wargaming. It allows players to create their own character rather than using military formations to fight an opponent. Um, there's two roles in Dungeons and Dragons. There is a a dungeon master, which I will call a DM, mm-hmm. and a player character. And sometimes P- they call PC. it the GM. It's like it, that's a good general over yeah. in D and D. It's DM, but yeah. in like any Star any Wars, t- it's t- a GM. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so a DM, their job is to kind of play referee and a storyteller while maintaining the setting and playing all the inhabitants inside the world. The player character or PC, and the the PC, the player character interacts with each other. While solving dilemmas, uh, battling each other and other people, um, gathering treasure and knowledge, and gaining experience points to mm-hmm. become more powerful. To level up. So, uh, D&D starts in 1974. I'm going to go into the history in a little bit, but I kind of want to explain how the timeline works. Um, 
1974, D&D is born. In 1977, D&D splits two ways, and mm. they have what's called the basic D&D yeah. and AD&D. Okay, they advanced. And it was mm. it was made for two different types of people. Anybody could pick up the basic. The rules were kind of dumbed down. Okay. AD&D was if you played basic and loved it, you could like, graduate up to AD&D, or if you were just a more intense gamer. Um, so they split two ways. What's interesting is basic D&D ran alongside D&D for a little over two decades. Yeah, um, just as its own thing. Right. So in so they split in 1977. In 1989, uh, AD&D Second Edition is released, and Basic's still over here doing their thing. And then in 2000, when Wizards of the Coast bought it, they came back together and just made it D&D. It was yeah. third edition initially, um, and then they did a big revision, uh, 3.5, in 2003. So uh, 3.5 gives birth to the D20 system. Which is really big. I'm going to get into that a little bit later. Uh, and also, 3.5 was also the beginning of the open game licensing thing, which I'm going to get into as well. It's uh, it's really important. That's that book that I have. <laughs> yeah. Um, fourth edition comes out in June of 2008. Fifth edition was released uh, in 2014. Uh, fun fact, estimated 20 million people have played Dungeons & Dragons. Wow. And they have more than $1 billion U.S. dollars in book and equipment sales. That's wow. crazy. So that doesn't include anything else, just the books. And Vin Diesel wrote the foreword and then one uh, special one, which you probably have that one, the leather-bound one. I don't oh, have Oh, really? One. It was, that was... Yeah, you could buy all three of them, the, the, the player's handbook. And yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I, I like it. They had, like, silver on the... Oh, it was beautiful. So nice. beautiful yeah. books. Uh, I'm going to talk about the mechanics a little bit. So you would have a character sheet. Every player character has a character sheet. And on your character sheet, you have ability scores. Uh, six main things happening. Your strength, constitution, dexterity, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. You would also have a choice of your race, class, which is another way of saying your job, an alignment, which is how your behavior is with the other player characters and the inhabitants of, for the DM. And then your hit points are also on there. Uh, along the lines of mechanics, we have dice. So we have a D2, which we don't have. You would you would divide a D6 by two. Yeah, or flip a coin. Right, yeah. right. Um, a D4. Which is the classic. Oh, no, D4 is the triangle. I like to call it the, the caltrop. Yeah. Step on one of those. Yeah. <laughs> or a pyramid. Are they just as bad as a Lego? Yeah, worse. They are, yeah. Oh, they're, they're worse. Because that's like, ugh, that's very pointy. <laughs> uh, D6, which is the classic dice everyone yeah. knows. Yeah, that's a normal. A D8. Right here, the diamond. Yep. Uh, D10, which is wait, that's, that's 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 a twelve. Oh, that's twelve. I'm right, right here. Yep. Uh, D12, and then that's the, the big hexagon thingy. A D20. D20. That's the the main one, and then you got your percentile. A D100, which yeah. is a ten, and then there's another ten-sided dice that's counted by tens. So you roll the two together yeah. to get okay. that one hundred. This one, and then whatever you roll. There we yep. go. Fifty because it's a zero. So when you're starting out, you use your dice. Or five. Sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, not when you start. You use dice with your ability scores to achieve things. Um, like, a D, for example, like a D20 might be to hit something, yeah. where a D8 would uh, represent your damage. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, when a PC has no control over the event, there's something called a savings throw that's used um, to determine whether damage was reduced or negated completely. Uh, over time, the player characters gain experience and wealth, and... It's uh, it's part of shaping your character. Um, alignment shifts and multi-classing is also possible. So, you know, you just start killing children. You might have an alignment shift per the dungeon master. 
Uh, and then, like I said, multi-classing. So you could be a level eight fighter, and you're like, you know what? I want to get my hands in magic. So you'd be level eight fighter, level one magic user. You could you could do it any way yeah, you wanted. Sorcerer. Whatever. Sometimes there's penalties though. Yes. Depending. Yes. And sometimes there's not. I don't think Pathfinder. I don't think there was. But um, there's two different styles of playing D and D. This is very very broadly. But uh, you have modules, or you could write everything yourself. Um, I've always been a little lazy. I prefer modules. Ravencraft is that what Raven Ravenloft Ravenloft was yeah. a was yeah. a campaign setting. Yes. But that had like modules in it. That was always a really good one. So I brought a couple examples for everybody. These are all uh, like starter ones. This is Treasure Hunt, first level character. This is, this is all second edition. Castle of Caldwell and Beyond. I remember this one. <laughs> and uh, the Keep in the Borderlands, which is extremely popular. And I'm, oh, yeah, I'm just going to yeah. kind of keep passing this stuff out. So what that, this is like, it's kind of like a guidelines for it the It would DM. have everything that you needed, uh, except for like the way that the characters, the, non, the non-player characters might act. You would... You would do that yourself. You know, you'd have to cr- like yeah. if the old lady on the porch. If they choose to interact with her, that's on you. Yeah, um, they might actually say what her attitude or demeanor is. But for, for the main storylines, what weapons drop? Art will say to use the the table and the DM guy. Yeah, for the- right for drops. Absolutely. Um, hmm. And then there's never seen so so you have the modules and you have self written. Also, there's one shots. Which would be you sit down with your buddies for four hours and you play a game and it ends. Yeah. And there's also a campaign which continues over time. You sit down maybe once every week or bi-weekly and play <laughs> D&D. Um, really popular campaign settings by TSR would include Greyhawk, Dragonlance, Forgotten Realms, yeah, Mistara, Spelljammer, Ravenloft, Dark Sun, Planescape, Birthright, and Eberron. Wow. Eber- I like that's a whole bunch Eberron's of stuff good. going on there. Wow. Uh, Everyone had the uh, like the the golems and the, it was like it's a steampunky technology. And, Andy kind of stole my thunder a little bit. Uh, that's okay. We got some dice there. But uh, uh, the, this box is actually important in a moment, so I have that. Uh, so the original D and D, nineteen seventy four. Uh, it required the chainmail miniatures to play. So chainmail was like its own system that mm-hmm. existed. By nineteen seventy seven, the combat would be resolved verbally. They kind of did away with the miniatures early. Oh, wow. Um, the miniatures just, they use a 25-millimeter like scale. It's two pogs taped together. That is OG, like, 10-year-old me taping two pogs together. Awesome. Uh, the minis use a 25-millimeter uh, scale, which is the same as my Malifaux models, just for reference. Okay. It would be the same scale. You know what? I, I can do this. Hey. Hey, Tony, I'm totally going to bend this, just so you know. I'm, like, going all out. Here's my turtle's tackle box. <laughs> all this stuff's cool. pretty much OG, just so you know. So there, here's some minis. You guys uh, help yourselves. Oh, I see, I see a bone dragon. I see a bone <laughs> dragon. <laughs> all right. Um, now I'm going to talk about the history for a moment. Oh, shit, it is a bone dragon. So in the very beginning. It's called st- a Dracolich, Ben. I don't know where to put it. The stuff is on the bottom, by you. the way. What, like, whatever it is is on the bottom. Better Dracolich. You guys just became way too nerdy even for me. Are, are yeah, you, yeah, here yeah. comes the history. <laughs> so in the beginning, uh, there was like a gentleman, that. Dave Wesley and Dave Arneson. They played Napoleonic war games together. Um, Mr. Wesley joined the army in 1970, and Arneson began a, medi- a, mid- a medieval variation of Wesley's game where the players controlled individual characters instead of armies. Um, Arneson, Arneson used the chainmail to resolve the combat. Um, and then ours, uh, what Arneson did to Wesley's game was he added the classes, the experience points, level advancement, armor class, and some of the other keynotes that happen. Uh, so Arneson, some of them, so I can take some photos. Okay, take a picture of Drist. 
Ar- Arneson? It says their name Shown on the bone dragon. Yeah, like it's a, a draglish bit. Arneson and Gygax, uh, Gary Gygax, they worked on a game together called Don't Give Up the Ship. And Arneson invited Gygax to his Blackmore game that he was playing in his basement, and they created D&D <laughs> together after that. Awesome. Um, Gygax is often credited as being the creator of Dungeons & Dragons. There's a lot of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, controversy gray, over that. Gray areas? It, I, I, I will kind of get into it, but I kind of wanted to leave some of that, because there's like documentaries about it and stuff. Oh, okay. Arneson right. is, in my opinion, Arneson's kind of the creator, but Gygax took a lot of the, the steam for it. Um, for anyone that didn't know, I mean, it was weird in the 70s, so it's, it's obvious to us, but there was a very strong Tolkien influence yes. uh, at this time. There wasn't a lot of things like it. Um, but there are, they cited like hundreds of other things that they, it was influenced by Lovecraft, uh, Crowley, stuff like that. So, Same. I'm going to... Oh, here, you even have a metal one here. That one's pretty cool. I'm going to talk about additions. Looks like a halfling rogue. 1974, original D&D was a tiny wooden box with three books inside of it. Um, it was a really amateur production. And it assumed the player already knew how to play war games. So it wasn't super user-friendly at first. Um, it sold 1,000 copies in its first year, which 1974. And 1975, it sold 3,000 copies. And these are like made out of a basement. So it was kind of a Damn. big deal for them. Yeah. Um, how much is one of them wooden boxes now? A lot of yeah. money. A lot I've of money. I've never seen one. It's a lot of money. Um, and then the additions, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, they separate paths. So in 1977, you have the D&D basic set box edition uh where did my lid go what do you mean all right so this is this is an example of this would have been a 90s version of it but this is it's the same version essentially dungeons and dragons so they made this um box edition which would have had it was almost packaged like a board game it would have had everything you needed inside of it yeah, there's a, a set of dice, like starter dice, the full seven. There would have been one full set of dice. Yes. And then a little instructions on how to play. Here you go. So, unfortunately, the guts to this box got lost to time, and this box got lost in time. But I had, I, I could kind of piece it together. So this is an example of what you would have had. Here are your character cards. Because uh, it's the 90s, it came with a CD, had some audio oh. tracks, background music. Uh, town map. And there's more character cards here. Um... My wizard spellbook and the cleric spellbook. And again, this is super generic for somebody who just picked up the game and uh, just wanted to get started. It's very simple. Super simple. Yeah, they kind of dumb it down. So that way, it's a, it's a good entry level. There's like a map to battle. Yep. Oh, and, look at uh, that full the Haro, the Haro Hill map. They're five foot squares. One inch. Oh, yeah. Well, yes, you're right. The you five foot. Your character, yep. you're based on five foot movements. Yep. Uh, so then you had your rule book in the box. There's like a couple different uh, boxes in this Packs yeah. is, is what it is, uh, and then you had your dungeon master guy because that information got to be kept a little bit separate. Wow, yeah. for the dungeon master. They used to sell the three point five one at Walmart, actually. I believe that. Yeah, I got a lot of this stuff at KB Toy Store. Oh wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah hold on, I'll give you a bunch of big monsters. I'm, I'm gonna load this table. <laughs> Put this way, are you gonna it's beat the, the, Are you gonna beat me with the Nintendo stuff? With yes, the I am. Oh, yes, I am. Ooh. I wanted to put the map down first, and I got I lost here. I'm actually putting up my Dungeon Master screen. Watch this, man. I'll give you a couple big guys. Watch this. All right. <laughs> getting, <laughs> getting back to it. <coughs> yes. Perfect. Just as I wanted. Okay. 
So you had your box set. Um, it, it was cleaned up rules. It made the system understandable to the general public. And it was sold in a package that could be sold in toy stores. That was a big deal for them. Um, later in 1977, AD&D was published. Um, it was marketed towards a hobbyist gamer. And TSR marketed basic... Um, as an introductionary game that once you exhausted your possibilities, you moved on to AD&D. Here we have my AD&D Player's Handbook, my AD&D Dungeon Master oh, Guide. Oh, wow. That's cool. And this is my, my variant cover. This is um, my Monster Manual. Oh, okay. I had oh, that. Wow. Did yeah. you? I think yeah. I have that one, yeah. Because I have the, the, the one, one I And I, I don't, I'm not I trying to gloat, but uh, this is like not even a scratch of what I own. I just, wow. I just, I just brought like examples. Did you have this prepackaged? Yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. Oh man. Uh, so, hmm. Uh, from 1977 to 1979, the core books released. That would have been this. R- real quick, how how old are some of these books? I'm taking pictures of from the 70s. 70s yeah, yeah. Late 70s? E- easy. Most of them, actually. How how common is it for someone to still own this? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it depends on how sick you are. Wow. <laughs> There's a lot of like nerdy people that are really into tabletop gaming that have all kinds of stuff like sure. this. Sure. And I always describe to people, it's a RPG video game on pen and paper. Yeah. That's the easiest yeah, way. It kind of created yeah. the mm-hmm. RPG video game. Um, so the, And there were many supplements released in the 80s. Uh, notably... Unearthed Arcana, which included a ton of revisions. Uh, I remember that. Too. <laughs> it's yeah. a good. It's a good cover. Uh, it, re- it had a, a ton of revisions and new rules that would play into your AD and D campaign. There you go, camera. So AD and D, though the the problem was as they kept releasing these things, it got a little bit confusing with the material, and some of the rules contradicted each other. This was like an ongoing issue yeah. in this edition. Um, the D&D box set remained the same, and it was a healthy seller, and it, uh, it stayed in production until 1979. Uh, in 1981, the basic D&D got revised by Tom Moldvay, and uh, there was an expert set by David Cook expanding the rulebook. So this would have been like the box set stepped up almost. <laughs> you guys sick yet? Um, no, I'm fucking digging the shit out of this. <laughs> I'm liking cool. this. In 1983, Frank Metzger uh, revised these rules to a more tutorial format. Uh, again, kind of simplifying it a little bit more. Um, this was His book was followed by a book called Companion in 83, Master in 85, and Immortals in 86. And it was kind of based off how you leveled up. You'd like move into the next book almost. Oh, okay. Immortals being like God tier. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, all four sets were combined in 1991 as a single hardcover. It was called the Dungeons and Dragons Rule Cyclopedia, um, and it was released alongside a new box at that time. I'm gonna start handing you back some of these. You can put them. Mark, you mind handling that for me? Just put them on the floor. Um, AD and D Second Edition is published in 1989 as three rule books. 1989. Oh, that's the black ones. I was about a year yeah. old. So I have all... Mine are a little banged up, though. We have... These are my original copies. We wow. have the Player's Handbook. Wow. My Dungeon Master Guide. And my Monster, Monster Manual. Man. 
the way that I don't want to get ahead of myself. And it's weird because like, back then it was always monstrous manual until I think three point five. It was monster yeah, manual, right? Well, there was um, a monstrous compendium, which is originally the way that this edition handled it. You they released like a. Almost like a magazine, uh, and then you, there was a binder that you bought. I, I have all this stuff okay. too. I just didn't bring it. You you get the binder, and then you would get. I think there was four or five monster compendiums, and they would just go in this loose leaf binder. Hmm. But then, as time went on, they compiled it all in a notebook yeah. and made a monster manual. And nowadays, you can get a sweet D and D app, and just it's all on your phone. That's the fourth edition. So, uh, the primary designer for this was David Zeb Cook. They call him Zeb. Um, the binder I touched on that was replaced by the monster manual in 1993 um, in 1995 there was a really big revision for second edition uh, and it's when they included the players option manuals which are also a really big deal oh they're like the soft cover ones. so I have the paladin and the ranger so here I have combat and tactics uh, spells and magic and then my personal favorite skills and powers this took second edition and made it a little bit like third edition but at a time obviously third edition didn't exist you would specialize in things or like character kits in here mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um hmm uh, really big promotion of the settings beyond traditional tra uh, fantasy at this time so like the Ravenloft was like a gothic horror uh, Spelljammer was all in space spaceships and shit I never played that ever huh. and then also Dark Sun which Dark Sun I don't completely post-apocalyptic still oh, very D&D wow. &D, it was really heavy on psionics oh okay I, I um, love the psionic characters I bought the first uh, psionic book that I got released it was, it was unofficial expanded psionic like handbook books wow. are super weird that's weird yeah. do you have the books that were with this set like I want to he wants to check out the AD&D like the yeah the old, the old school, school ones yeah because they're, they're the ones I had they're awesome yeah um now I'll talk a little bit about Wizards of the Coast. So, yeah, it's awesome. It says bike guy. guy. No, I didn't. With the you could you could just leave that on this pilot. Yeah. Uh, so in 1997, um, a near bankrupt TSR gets bought by Wizards of the that. Coast. That uh, th no, no, it's all right. Uh, three year development, and third edition is released in the year 2000. Um, it folded the basic box set and AD&D back into one game, and it was also the largest revision on the rules to date. Wow. Um, it, this is also the birth of D20. So what TSR had done was they took this major revision and they opened it up to anything. Yeah. Um, hold on one second. I have 3.5 with me. I do not have the regular point, which, which looks almost exactly the same. Actually, no way. Is this... That's Somebody totally one. stole my Dungeon Master guy, but I have my Monster Manual and my player oh, 3.5 handbook. Oh, so I had the soft cover one that came in the, in the player's Oh, nice. Box. nice. I did have a hard cover one, and someone stole that. Because if you did play with unscrupulous D&D players... It they, happened all the time, man. Books. I have stuff. Some, I have some stuff that isn't mine, and I also have things that I yeah, don't have Yeah, I mean, anymore. sometimes you wouldn't know. You'd be like, okay, I'll see right. you later. And you, you know, but, I have like four yeah, of so these. Really? Player handbook. I want to get wow. a hard cover one, because I don't. I do have the Book of Exalted Deeds and Vile Darkness and all that. Talk about big dick energy here, Steve. I'm swinging. It. Wow, you are swinging it hard like a mace. Jesus uh, <laughs> Christ. Uh, the, so the D20 thing, they opened the rules up to any for anyone to use. It was also tied kind of, kind of in with their um, open game licensing. So the system was available for anyone to use, and everyone started making games. Um, a big one to note would have been like Pathfinder. Was, a, was uh, yeah, a big we deal. play Pathfinder a lot, and that that core looks like that big. Mine's so fucked up from <laughs> who made the so revision much? in there. Yeah, <laughs> by David I Duffy. Know. I don't know who, they, uh, who yeah, that yeah, even is. That. That's really funny though. Yeah. Um, 
You probably have something rare there, Steve. There's a Dave McDuffie that was like unknown. <laughs> uh, you guys are side railing me. Sorry. So third, sorry. So third edition was designed to be more consistent and less restrictive. Uh, way more flexibility to create cool. your player character the way that you cool. wanted to play it. Yeah. Uh, skills and feats are introduced. And that was a big separate deal. Separate races and classes. Like yes, you weren't just elf or rogue or like, dwarf. Was yeah. both yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Um, Half orc. So there was a lot of deeper customization. In 2003, 3.5 is released. Uh, hundreds of changes. A lot of them were minor, uh, but they, then they expanded the core books. Um, fourth edition. Uh, and th- this is where it gets really interesting. So I started playing in second edition. That, that, that was a big deal. That was a big deal for me. And third edition, I'm in high school, so I totally bought into that. Fourth edition, I stopped fucking caring. Yeah. We so, played a little bit, but we were still playing 3.5 real hardcore. We played this, and we went back, and then Pathfinder came out, and we played Pathfinder from well, there on out. Pathfinder, and I'll get into that too, but that is, it's, they used the open game licensing and just kept third edition going. Yeah. Because there's nothing wrong with it. It's, it's a good edition. There's still people who are like, like World of Warcraft are like, we only still play first edition. Yes. We, yeah, okay. for sure. For sure. Uh, so in June 2008... Fourth edition, the core books release. Um, in my own words, never playing it. It's it's streamlined. You have to remember that at this time in 2008, like World of Warcraft is huge. Yeah. And I feel like they catered to that audience. Yeah. And it's like you still have your character sheet and you still have your moves and stuff. But you have like cards. Right. So you have like daily they powers. Powers. Right. And, and then your your fight, fight powers and you flip the cards. So it's kind of right. like adding their Magic: The Gathering oh, with D and D. Yes. Tur- almost turning it into like, a I'll board game. I'll try and get some cards here. Um, also, a really big thing about 4th edition that was kind of changing in the game, it had a really heavy use of software tools, and the miniatures and the playmats were a big deal. Playing with the minis again became like a, a big thing for, yeah. the, for the game. Uh, and then 5th edition. Oh, I've also, I'd like to note, I never did play 5th edition. I played uh, it once or twice. They tried to go back to 3.5 and get rid of the cards and stuff. Yeah. And it's so it's like the bridge, like kind of okay. We went this way, now we're going back this way. Well, from what I understand, fifth is kind of a, it's a little bit more has the original edition in heart. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it um, isn't bad. I only played it like it, I think four times. The thing to chat my ass was that fourth edition. I like the role playing aspect of it, uh, and not that I like dress up and shit, but yeah. By the time that rolled around, it was really heavy on rolling dice and moving the miniatures around. Yeah. Like I said, almost like a board game. It, it kind of got away from what D&D is to me. Um, so, fun fact about 5th edition. They opened playtesting, like completely open playtesting. There were 75,000 playtesters for 5th uh, edition. And then that was released in the second half of 2014. And then with 4th edition, a lot of the old school people that were hardcore in 3.5 and 3 did not like 4 at all. No. And that's why they all that's why Pathfinder got so big. And then that's why they brought it tried to bring it back with 5th edition. Yes. Uh, and I, I actually, I'm kind of with that. 2nd uh, edition and 3rd edition are two very different games, mm-hmm. and I will use them. I love them both, and I would use them both for two very different... It depends on the people I'm playing yeah. with and what they want. Because 1st edition... If you had fine traps in 3rd edition... Ben has fine traps. He's a thief. Level 4 thief. He, okay, Ben, roll a 20. Add your ability modifier. He rolls a 36. Okay, it's successful. Yeah, you found the trap. In AD&D, you had to like pour water on the ground and watch if it goes in the cracks and if you could hear it like going down into a deeper yeah. tunnel. Or like there's a joke about the 10-foot pole. Like It was a thing that a lot of people had in 2nd edition where you would like poke ahead. In yeah. the game, you would role play it, talk it out. Blind person, yeah, so right. you wouldn't die. Exactly. So, you know. so they kind of, it, it was more hardcore. Yeah. So for very good reference, AD&D is Dark Souls, and then yes. 3.5 is Dragon Age. Yes. Actually, that's pretty good. Um, okay, I understand that reference. Yeah. 
So, uh, and then a little bit about the acclaim for Dungeons and Dragons. The, there's wait, I, I looked up the awards that it had won over the years. There's too many to name, honestly. It was, um, it's often recognized as the first game to implement dice as a game mechanic. For, for, for role playing, that is. Uh, the character sheet, numerical attributes, and, uh, the game master player group dynamic. It's, it's the first, the birth of that. It I, le- I like the whole time you have the DM screen up. I, I had to. <laughs> uh, it led to a lot of releases, like, uh, for example, tu- Tunnels and Trolls in 1975, <laughs> the very popular Empire of the Petal Throne in 1975, and Chivalry and Sorcery in 1976. Hmm. The even more popular game some of you guys may have heard of, Traveler, was a sci-fi in 77, RuneQuest, 1978, Call of Cthulhu, 1981, Champions, 1982, Uh, GURPS was really popular in 1986, and Vampire Masquerade, 1991. Yeah, I played that one. Plus uh, Star Wars. Yeah. I I have uh, the small ones, which you might be pulling out right now. I have three of those. The core rulebook, the little black ones. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, Scum and Villainy. Oh, not those ones. So I have the one. Oh, oh, yeah, Vampire Masquerade. I have Vampire Masquerade, and then I got Star Oh, Wars. that's yeah, the old school. Then you know how they made them like the small and like elongated books? Yes. Like, that's the ones yes. I have. So that's my Star Wars. Wizards of the Coast released Star Wars. It was under the D20 system. Star Wars is pretty fun. It's, it's super fun. I played Vampire at first. I forget. I was a Brugera, I believe. Nice. Yeah. That's funny you remember it. Yeah. Um, Dungeons and Dragons had a massive impact on video games going forward from there. Uh, like like we kind of said, it was it invented yeah. that, that style. Plus, they had their own game. video games too. I the Beholder. Yes, um, there was the one on. Games. I think there's one on Atari, but it's very basic. Yeah. yeah. Well, even uh, what was that game called? Was it Dungeon? I think it on twenty six hundred. Yeah, but I, I thought it was just Adventure Dungeons and Adventure. Dragons. Thank yeah. you. That's it. Yeah. Adventure. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, there was Adventure, and then there was Venture too. Yeah. I don't remember Venture. Venture had like the little like guy that he was like a smiley face and had like a little. <laughs> Like crossbow or yeah. something, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, you had to like get a key, and a dragon would come after yep. you. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, so I got a fun quote here from John Favreau. Uh, he credits Dungeons and Dragons with quote giving him a really strong background in imagination, storytelling, understanding how to create tone, and a sense of balance. Yeah. It does make a whole lot of sense, too, because you really have to have a really good uh, dungeon master yeah. Like, yeah. to really bring if, everything out. Like, it's all about that. If, if you're, you're not a shitty DM, then the you, game's not if, you, if you're oh, yeah. If you don't do your work ahead of time, you're just reading from the book. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's not... It, it's shit. And like the, do you have the, a safe word when you play this? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why would you need one, Tony? Yeah. You sicko. <laughs> um, early... In TSR's career, they took no legal action against third-party development, um, but it changed a lot in the 80s when they started making money, of course. Um, This angered fans and led to resentment from other gaming companies that were putting out the product at the time. Uh, An important thing to note was that they settled out of court every single time. They never followed through on any lawsuit. So try to say it wasn't about the money. Um, Also, this uh, this sidebar, Tony, this vampire uh, masquerade, a masquerade is where Gangrel got his name from. Oh, really? Yeah, because there's a race. Oh, wow. There's a race of vampires called the Gangrel. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool, cool. That's really cool. And, uh, I didn't know that either. Uh, the open game licensing. So what happened, uh, I kind of touched on it. TSR 
creates 3.5 and they say, okay, the rule set is free for anyone to use. This is uh, to contradict what I just said about TSR. Yeah. Rule set is free for anybody to use. You can't use Beholder. You yeah. can't use Lich. Like, those are ours, yeah. but the rules are whatever you want to do with them. So this is where, like, Vampire the Masquerade, Star Wars, those things come in. In the 2000s, there was a really big phase in D&D called the Old School Revival phrase, uh, phase. Hmm? Yeah. Fuck the revival. Yeah. This is, this is where you get things like what they did, like Labyrinth Lord is basic D&D. Okay. And they, because of what I said earlier, like how some rules contradicted themselves, stuff, they just put it all in one book and it's a lot easier to understand. So you have Labyrinth Lord mm. and then this is like my holy Bible. This is AD&D. Okay. Osric, the old school reference and index compilation. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. But it has, like when we, uh, last time Mark and I played with a group of friends, we use this alongside with the AD&D books. Mm-hmm. I kind of get let this out for the player characters while I used all my D&D books. And, um, you know, they're, they're pretty darn close. Um, I've never seen these. So there was also, let's speak very briefly on controversy, uh, especially in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, the Christian groups uh, said that the game promoted uh, practices such as devil worship, witchcraft, suicide, and murder. <laughs> Um, in those old monster manuals we just had out, there are naked breasts and drawings of humanoids, not yeah. humans. Um, mainly harpies, the succubi, okay, or succubus, yeah, yeah, succubi. tits are always out. Right. Um, and then se- second edition, those black books, they removed a lot of those things. They removed words like devils and demons to try to appease those people in the mid-90s. Um, funny thing, Wizards of Coast buys it, they put it all back in. Yeah. It's the third edition, that's all there. Um, I guess the photos of that. Oh, okay. There was a there was a gentleman named James James Dallas Eg- Egbert the third. He disappeared. Uh, he and his friends uh, reportedly played Dungeons and Dragons in the steam tunnels of the uh, Michigan State University where they went to college. His parents uh, hired a private investigator, and the private investigator believed that like they were live action role playing in oh, these my. steam vents, and that he was killed by his friends. What happened was he actually ran away. Okay. Uh, he had serious mental issues that he was dealing with, but it put D&D in the spotlight of everyday households and put a really bad name on it. This is where Mazes and Monsters comes into play, if anyone's seen that awful, awful piece of shit made-for-TV movie with Tom Hanks. No. It's based on that story. I think Biggest you have, I think piece you have a, of shit. Yeah, even even bigger than the D&D that. movie? Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a bigger <laughs> piece yeah. of shit than that. And that's a piece of shit, bad. too. Um, wow. It, like, uh, I, uh, you see what I brought, and like I said, this isn't even, not a half of it, but I had a lot of blowback even at home with really? this. Yeah. Wow. And um, you think, like, nowadays people would be like, oh, it's just a game. You think. Yeah, but, but in the 70s, that's... So, and then also, so that was, uh, in 1988, there was a guy called Christopher Wayne Pritchard. He, he murdered his stepfather and told the police that he and his friends mapped the steam vents of the North Carolina State University, <laughs> furthering the stigma. It just made it worse. It was yeah. like two or three years after that. Um, and then also under the controversy, I have a note about the uh, lawsuits regarding the royalties between Gygax and Arneson. That went on four years. It ruined their friendship. Uh, Gygax ended up selling his ownership interest in the company in 1985 mm. to kind of... He yeah. went all in on it, and then he was like, ugh. And I'm out. Right. Um, related products. <coughs> this is my wrap-up. I know they don't talk about it. In, well, you didn't mention it in there, and I don't know if they even say it, but uh, Spielberg movie just came out, the Ready Player One. Yeah. yeah. If you read the book, 
the it kind of does the Gygax and other guys far and apart. Really? Wow. It kind of wow. covers that story roughly. There's it's more in the book than the movie, but... Yeah. So, it, just to play, you would need the player's guide, the DM's guide, and the monster man. That's it. Yes. But then they're like... you, And you actually don't even need those. Mark and I have played with literally dice. Yeah. Dice. A pencil's important. And paper. a piece of paper. Yeah. That's it. But the core books... Blood, your semen samples. Your own semen, yes. Uh, the core books are... Encouraged. It. It's yeah. encouraged. And I, I think it should be said that these games can last literally forever. They years. can last for I, years sure. and years. There's still, I just read an article. There's a, a team of people playing, I want to say since AD&D, they're still playing the same game. Wow. Yeah, it's like the Dungeon Master is pretty much their choice on how. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, it's kind of a, it's a group. You know, yeah, uh, if you're decision, getting, for sometimes sure. you want to do a different campaign setting, or you know, well, I let's talk about the irony of the memes out there. Uh, how many possible futures did Doctor Strange look through in Avengers, yeah. and how many of them lined up for D and D? One. Yeah. Who the who the fuck is Doctor Strange? <laughs> he's, a, he's a sorcerer. He's level twenty sorcerer. Come is he on. level twenty? Yeah, he was the made by master. Steve Ditko. Uh, so some related products. Uh, Dungeon magazine. Oh yeah, that was ran cool. for a very long time. This is a third edition Look copy. The mind flayer on the cover there. That's cool. Throw it right up there on the thing. Dragon magazine. Uh, Dungeon magazine was meant for the Dungeon Master. Dragon magazine was meant more for the player character. This is actually a pretty old issue. I'm not sure of the date. This looks like I'm off the top of my head. Eighty six, eighty seven. Here's another. This is a uh, like uh, excerpts from the from Dragon magazine. The best of Dragon. Um. It spawned a. 86. It spawned a mildly popular cartoon series, Dungeons oh. and Dragons, the cart, the animated mildly series. Mildly popular. Now they re-released that, and you got one cool little mini with it. Oh, I missed it. Yeah. Uh, the movie series that I don't even want to talk about. It's horrible with the Wayans Brothers. That's enough. Yep. If you want to see a good movie, what, uh, oh, what's that D and D one that I have? Oh, called me cute continue. And then uh, they released soundtracks, which would basically be like tavern noises. Which or, you ever you play know? with one of them going? Sure, They're pretty cool. I, I, yeah. I strongly it believe it. in it. Yeah. You you need it because you can opinion. just have it on repeat. Yep. Oh, my favorite is uh, <laughs> dripping water and all that. Oh, stuff. Oh yeah, when you're in the cavern. Yeah, yeah. That's what you are on a podcast talking. <laughs> uh, it spawned very successful novels, uh, namely the Dritz Stewart yeah. series. Yeah, by R. A. Salvatore, who right. also wrote. What's that video game that Kurt Schilling did, Ben? Kurt Schilling, the baseball player, did a video game. Ari Salvatore wrote the story for it because no, he was a big no, WoW no. fan. Kingdoms of Avalor. And it also spawned very popular video game series oh, wow. uh, on Look the computer. That. So Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate 2, oh, yeah. Icewind wow. Dale, uh, and, Temple Elemental Evil, and Planescape. Well, a lot of these just got re-released, too. I used to play Dungeons & Dragons Champions of Norad. Oh, yeah. And, oh, that's a good game. And Return to Arms. Loved it. That's a good game. Mm-hmm. I am looking for Return to Arms, the second one for PlayStation 2. If anyone has it and they don't want a lot of money for it, <laughs> hitch boy. They were good, the, good. The only ones I have are Dark Alliance. I like those, though, too. I yeah. mean, it's a hack and what slash. One for, I forgot I should have brought that for PS2. Uh, is that Dark Alliance with the where you're the half... The Necros in it? Yes. It's a warrior, a sorcerer, and then a, a dark elf rogue. Because the, ar the archer is a dark elf. That sounds like Dark Alliance 2. No, it's not Dark Alliance. It's something else. They had some have uh, Dungeons and Dragons arcade games too. Yeah, there's a Mistara one yeah. that's super yeah. good. Mistara, Mistaria. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I got all those. that's like basic Dungeons and Dragons. If you really want to compare it, compare it like game wise. 
This is a bonus for you, Ben. Because I went through all this stuff and I was like literally going through all of it, I found these. I thought you might appreciate it. This is my Robotech. Uh, <laughs> to go back on your episode, my Robotech books. That's cool. From the 80s. Oh, there's also. You're the, like Nardwar, the human serviette, but for me. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons Heroes for Xbox. That was fun. I have that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never get the reference, you. Tony. You'll never get I, it. I actually know who that is. That's Holy awesome. Shit. Yeah. Wait, Nardwar, isn't that from a cartoon? No, no. he's an interviewer. He's, a, he's an interviewer. He like interviews like rappers and like some like. Is that the guy who rock interviews? Bands? He interviewed Henry Henry. Uh, he, Henry, Henry Rollins, Rollins and the, yeah. Henry Rollins was like, like a huge piece of shit he's to like, him. Get the fuck away from. He's me. just like I. He's like young Henry Rollins. He's like I fucking hate you. And then like Henry Rollins, older, like ten or fifteen years later, uh, does another interview with them and says, you know. I still kind of fucking hate you, but I totally understand. Steve, what the game was from, called Demon so. Stone for PS. Oh yeah, I have yeah, that. That's a very good game. Yeah, it is it pretty good. It kind of plays like the uh, Lord of the Rings games. Where you I forgot that I actually even own that. And there was one other thing I kind of brought for everybody because it's just one of those things you probably will never see again in your life. But TSR released the DC issues oh, wow. of uh, of. It was like their D and D. I have a uh, there was a newer one released called the DC role playing game. Th- is that Deathstroke on the cover? Yes, it is. Holy a shit! Titan more. These are pretty cool. Mm. But like the the new system is terrible. I'm I'm sure. I want to play. I want to play these. By check, the way. check this one out. So if you want, to <laughs> that's an old book you're holding in your hand. That is. I want to throw that one next. Time. And you know the funny thing about Batman it, would be a gadget user. The funny thing about all this, when Tony gives me the Ben button, oh, this nice. is like the dislike button for Tony for that one viewer that gives a thumbs down to his YouTube <laughs> video. So it, it's Dead Man Specter, and I have I'm gonna no embrace idea it. Magic one there. Guys, that's my topic. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Especially my, my show and tell. Did you ever see um, uh, the documentary? It's called Dungeon Masters. No. I was trying to, in, in preparation for this, I tried to look up any documentary I could, and it popped up, but it wouldn't let me. It was on Prime. It wouldn't let yeah, me watch it, though. Yeah, it's good. I watched it. It, um, it, it kind of, like, makes fun of it a little bit. You know, it, it you know focuses on the people who are really, like, you know, the, the LARPing. Like the LARPers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, there's another one uh, uh, called Monster Camp. It's a documentary, and it's about LARPing. That's really good. I, yeah, I, I tried my hand at it. Uh, I had some friends. I'm not going to mention any names. <coughs> oh, I totally played it. Loved I, it. Yeah. I and I, with my love <laughs> of Dungeons and Dragons, I thought it was something that I could totally get into. Yeah, it was a whole weekend ordeal. Mm-hmm. And I went. And the first night we kind of partied. We had a lot of fun. And then the second day was showtime, and I was playing a cast member. And it was like not even fucking noon, and I was like. Mm-mm. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> this is not for me. Like they wanted, they they're like, here's your costume, and at the I was a little bit bigger than I was now, so I like fit in this fucking thing, and I look like a sausage, and yeah. I'm like all frilly and shit, and I'm like, this is fucking not working for me. This is not working. The 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 monster camp one is is definitely more like. Um you know, campy and it focuses on probably more like projecting them in a bad image, you know. Um, but it's, 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 I like that. I mean, it's highly entertaining. I mean, they show like how the, when the players die, they go to this like healing circle and they have to pick like these beads out of this uh, bag. And there's so many in there that are one color and one that is one other color. And if they draw the one that is just the one single color, they, their character dies forever, nice. you know? And I mean, it's interesting. You it's know? a dorkier version of uh, uh, Civil War reenactment. <laughs> 
<laughs> Can you grab for me skills and powers, please? Wow, and this. Uh, and also the one that I'm the Tom Moldvay, the one I'm wearing. And the movie's called Darkness Rising. I highly suggest it. It's called The Gamers Darkness Rising, and some people have played DD. This is it's awesome. So, good. so this this uh, Batman one. Um, so you play as Batman, and he has a secret identity, and matches Malone is in the book. Yeah. That's why everything went with the mustache and sunglasses. What's the copyright on that book? Thanks, Mark. I'd say that's like look, in look 70s, after the title page 80s. in the beginning. Flip like the first page. So these were cool because you could play as DC characters. The one I have like you create your own. DC Comics. Late seventies, early eighty six. DC Comics Inc. Eighty. Eighty six. Eighty six. Oh, eighty six. Wow. Like this one, you could be a uh, John Constantine, uh, Doctor Fate. Um, real demon. quick, since we are a, a podcast, and this is probably what other podcasts wouldn't do, but we're not like other podcasts. So if you are a D&D guy there, and you are getting new to the podcast, or maybe you're supporting us because you are a podcast fan, or sorry, you're supporting us because you like us, but not so much a podcast person, but this topic is right up your alley, there are actually... Um, Dedicated podcast to Dungeons and Dragons where oh, you can listen right. to, sure, there's plenty, and, yeah. and you can listen to their stories go and go. Um, I'm just going to give you a few. I just typed in the most popular Dungeons and Dragon podcast wow. of 2020. Um, Critical Role, Critical Role, right? Um, Critical Hit, a Dungeons and Dragons campaign, Sneak Attack, Greetings Adventures, Dungeons and Dragons 5e Actual Play. Dragon Talk, an unofficial Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, an official Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Acquisitions Incorporated, the series. Not another DD podcast. D and D is for nerds. Dungeons and Daddies. <laughs> you might want to stay on that one. <laughs> Bombarded, um, a musical Dungeons and Dragons adventure. God's Fall, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. And Tabletop Champions, a real-play D&D 5E, D&D 5E. No idea what that means. Fifth edition. And then Dragon and Friends. Um, I, do, I don't know which one is, if maybe I've already said it, but I do know of a one that I was talking to at my, someone at a job already, and they said it's a bunch of celebrities that play Dungeons and Dragons. That's Critical Role. Oh, okay. Is that the one with Matt Mercer? Matt Mercer is the Dungeon Master. Like, Terry the- Crews has played it. Yeah. Okay, Matt Mercer gets paid to be a dungeon master that's, that's awesome. his job oh wow D&D has actually jumped into the mainstream there are a legit pile of celebrities that come out in the last 15 years we love D&D we've been playing all of our lives a lot of pro wrestlers are coming out saying they're in D&D actually someone came out and wore D&D dice on their trunks recently Brandon Cutler yeah Brandon Cutler Mm. It's funny because um, uh, Dante, uh, John Manganiello is yes, a... John Ma- well, that actually span, spawned from the rest. So a wrestler named um, MJF, who is a giant heel, and he goes and makes fun of everybody, said Dungeons and Dragons are for nerds in their basement. And Joe Manganiello, or whatever you say his name Manganiello. is, took a picture yeah, of himself yeah, with his shirt off, just completely jacked. He goes, I play D&D. He smacked him with a bag of dice. Yeah. Not <laughs> only that, Joe... Can't say his last name is a legit awesome dude. He takes the game to children's hospitals and plays new setup games. I believe he was just in Pittsburgh doing it. That's another thing to even talk about. I've read articles where uh, they use it as rehabilitation in like prisons, like people that murdered people, like high security prisons. If I'm in prison, this is a godsend, and I'm, and I'm doing life and time. I'd be a hundred percent, yeah, one hundred. This dude, is a godsend. I'm literally doing another life. Like it's like you don't right. have your freedom, but you can use your imagination to. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Can, I mean, put me in a secret ward, like maybe just one secret area. Like I think video games should be in prison. 
Like I do. I think that, like I think you should do more things that mentally stimulate people so they have less time to fucking plot and scheme. Mm. I, no, I agree with that. Yeah. I was gonna say like the thing about Dungeons and Dragons that has always fascinated me, especially growing up, was the artwork. Absolutely. Um, that is always. I've always been very much into art. Uh, it's been a big part of my life, and Dungeons and Dragons was always something that you know, looking at those monster man, especially seeing that one again, because I mean, I remember that stuff like. It's, you know, yesterday. Yeah. Um, but another thing is on Prime as well, there's a documentary. It's called, and I've mentioned it on here once before, it's yes. called Eye of the Beholder, The Art of Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. And it's very, 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 very good. Especially I if you appreciate that. the art in these I, books. I would be open to... to s- Playing or trying it, like if not on camera, like what we just yeah. sit at your house and yeah. play. Honestly, but, but it's be, a lot at first. But, but then once you get the hang of it, you need to be very patient with me because I know nothing. No, I already know how you're going to play, man. I, I already know the type of player that you are, and that's okay. I could totally work around it. Like taking it not seriously. First edition yeah. one shot. Yeah, yeah for sure. For, like like he said, a first edition one shot. It's or even three point five. Give the yeah. give them some power to start uh, with. Yeah. I think we. Pl- I think I played a three point five. I, I, I played do... a. I played a tabletop game, and I didn't think I was going to be into it because it was like sometimes games are just too complex for me, and I just I just want something super simple. Right. And we played this game, and I I fucking want to buy it. What was it like, called? It's called uh, Champions. Oh, I thought shoots and ladders. No. <laughs> and it was a Marvel game. <laughs> And, Asylum. And oh, that Marvel all, game. Oh, yeah, yeah. All work together to beat the game together. Right. But, like, it it's so much fun. Like, I don't remember any of the rules. I just remember the person who, play, who, the person who was helping us play was very patient with me yeah. knowing that I've never done this. Yeah. And, I would, and they make, like, a Resident Evil version. They, like, there's a DC one, but it's more of a player versus player. But I would, be, I would really like to go buy those because I had so much fun playing it. Like, I had awesome. a blast. I want more people who are into it to play it with me more because I really liked playing it. Like, I like the idea of working together yeah. And, yeah. and beating the enemies. There, there's a lot of uh, board games like that. And yeah. Some are super in-depth, and then some are, are just anyone can play. Yeah. There were... Um, they're, like they're, you draw cards and you're like, oh, that goes to the mine. I can upgrade my guy and make him stronger. That's awesome. Like, it was fucking awesome. I don't like know. Like you'd like Munchkin, but then you can fight with people. I, I, mean, I love Munchkin. Munchkin's so fun. It's, it's really easy to pick up. There's uh, two things I'd like to kind of touch on. Uh, what Jason said about the art. The art is also a huge deal to me. That This is a... Errol Otis did most of the work in this book. Mm-hmm. He is by far my favorite artist, probably. He did some really weird shit for D&D, but uh, man, some of that art is amazing. And also, I'm going to share with everybody my personal favorite picture in all of Dungeons & Dragons books. (laughs) If I had a creepy van, I would paint it black and put this on the side. Oh, there you go. An orc version of Tom Kessler. (laughs) (laughs) How awesome would that be? Uh, So it's not a tabletop game. It's a deck builder game. And it's called called Upper Deck Legendary, a Marvel deck. Okay, yeah, I've seen that. I love that picture. It's a dark of talking to a mind flayer. Giving him some money. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> yes, I'll do that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That's like my favorite D&D picture. That's, that's I would cool. totally put down the side the, of the, the art- So we're not talking about arcane handjobs. Yeah. We, <laughs> we can talk about that later. <laughs> the art in all the D&D books is good. Usually yeah, there's always good art. I like the funny. old school stuff the best. I, I, mean, I agree with you. Just because that's what I connected with growing up, you know? You know, looking at the stats, some of these D&D people, the DC people, it, it's crazy, like... A lot of them are pushovers, and then the Phantom Stranger, <laughs> his strats are through the roof. Like, he has 25s and stuff. The, it's insane. The cool thing, and in the Monster That's Manual, cool. if you, like, 
read about the monster, then at the end it has like a little brief thing that tells like what he, that person is like. Like it's like this person, you know, is very aggressive. Yeah, and speaks its own language and can't be reasoned. He would even tell you the alignment and all yeah, that. It's yeah, like super. Yeah. It, That's why. I, I mean, that monster manual. Honestly, I'd buy that just to, have to look the at. Yeah, even as a kid, read, I looked at it and read it awesome. stuff, and you know. I'm gonna throw this out there for anybody who is listening because I actually need this answered. Where's the Jabberwocky? There's a there's a Jabberwocky in one of the mo- second edition monster manuals. We can't find it. We saw it once. We both seen it independently of each other. Talked about it. Went back to find it. We can't find it. It's weird. Um, Is like w- the Mandela effect. Uh, maybe. I, I want to add also that like D and D obviously to me it's kind of a big deal. It's not just a book collecting thing at all. I've been playing since I'm twelve. It's how I met Mark. And we've been friends since we're fucking twelve. Um, it's weird to me. It's it's not like I don't. It's not like I didn't party in high school, because I definitely did. I have a lot of memories from doing a lot of different things. But my D&D memories, I mean, aside from sitting around a table with friends, like some of that stuff, it was, I don't want to sound too corny. It was almost like it was kind of real. Like, And then there's, you know, you have like just fucking myth and lore. Like I did not play with Mark the night that he got hornswoggled up a tower. Uh, it was the circular staircase. He got chased the whole way up, had nothing to do. He was trapped. So he kicked over a coffin, dumped the corpse out, chopped in it, and rode the stairs like a sled. <laughs> Rolled a 20, and he, t- he totally pulled it off. I wasn't even there for that, but it's a story that like I'm super yeah. familiar with. Um, it What it does like long-term, it, it's, it's cool. I have just as many D&D memories. Not, maybe not just as many, but... Just like cool batshit stuff that, so, you, that sure. you do. Your dungeon master tells you, like, hey, this is what is Let, happening. Let's then, do an example. And then, like, you're like, okay, well, this is what I want to do to get out of the situation. And then the, got, got, your dungeon Andy, master then says... Do you have a dice? Any then, of them. Then your dungeon master says, okay, for you, for that to work, you need to roll a certain number. Yeah. And if it doesn't, yes. you die. And, yeah, and right. you uh, sure. Depending on what it is, yeah. You add your skills, too. So, like, here's two d20s, and then if you want to roll. Yeah, Here you people go. are incredibly patient you go. When, when you do it too because give him the old lizard. <laughs> it's classic. Uh, everyone is included on this, though. So you let's just for the sake of this, we're all level zero bums. Mm. This is a DC Rebirth deck building game. Yeah, there's a bunch playing of playing a game. This, this dude's Sorry. over on fucking Sorry. Amazon. Sorry, <laughs> no Amazon and D and D. There isn't my game. Some, some of them card games are terrible though. Say twelve means that that's a real thing. <laughs> Everyone's a level zero, nothing. All right, you could play yourself. You could be whatever you want to be right now. <laughs> but I have a big penis. Okay, all right. Sweet. And no joint disorder either. Wait, what? Sorry, I no, there. no joint disorder. No, I do. <coughs> you do have. All right, it, you're yeah. rolling with it. And a big okay. penis, but a big penis. All right, sweet. Um, you guys are all Five, friends. So ugly. That was my look. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Uh, you guys have all been friends since your children. You're all ragamuffins, uh, thieves, Lo- low-level thieves. Steal the apple to, to eat and to okay. survive, okay? Yeah. No one's a master thief here. Do we sell Ben for sex? Ten. It's a, yeah. No. No, you definitely don't. Fuck. Um, so there was a job that Andy's character heard about. Okay. Uh, it's out of Bazaar down the street. You guys choose to go? Yeah, fuck I'm, it. I'm kind of forcing I'm you to. I'm hungry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. For the sake of this. You go down, and it's this big, fat, gnarly dude with one eye. Horseshoe, bald. Send Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? You stepping up first? Because if it fucks up, we're running. Yeah. <laughs> That's our gang's motto. If Ben can... Yeah. 
Send Ben. Okay, I'll go. I'll so go. Tony's character pushes Ben forward a little yeah. bit. He's like, you! Yep. Grabs Ben, pulls him in close. Now you guys are all there. You're all just a foot behind Ben. Yeah. He reaches down under the counter and he pulls out this fucking lizard. Boom! Plops it down on the table. For, not including tail, it's this big. Okay. All right? It has a bag on its head. I need you to take this to Zanzir Tem on the other end of town. Think you can handle that? Who's carrying the lizard? No, he didn't say if you can handle it yet. Oh. He reaches down, and he pulls See? out a leash, and he gives it to you. All right. It has a collar on. Okay. But he has a bag on his head. It has a bag on his head. Uh, I then pass the leash to Ben, because I don't fuck with lizards. <laughs> See, you can do that. See, you could you could say, like, he's like, like he gives you the option. Then and, I say no, and then I say, but yeah. Ben will do it. And your character can do whatever. I speak for our team. Your character to do. <laughs> Unless you're trying to play, like, a religious character, or, or you know. Right. Yeah. I say no, but because I'm the, the mouth of the team. It pays. Yeah, we're yeah. doing it, but Ben's carrying. Then you say, how much does it pay? You'll each get 25 gold apiece. 25 gold's pretty good. That's good. I think we could all take it. Yeah. Zanzir will pay you when you get there. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh. Well, then, I like that so, name. So you could roll a check to see if he's lying and stuff like that. So you yeah, you really roll a block. Yeah. So it'll be yeah. like, I call bullshit. Yeah, I'm cool. yeah, so you would roll a d20 and plus your whatever Go ahead, skill. everybody roll. Roll your bluff. Yeah, so I rolled a 14. Uh, nine. nine. Go ahead, Ben. Okay. Jason, roll. Five. <coughs> Six. I got, I got 14. <laughs> as, far, as, yeah. as far as you can tell, Zanzir is going to pay. Okay, right. so then it seems good. So like, let's do this. All right, we're in. Because we're a group. It's a party. Yeah. things. A good question to ask now would be, where is Zanzir's? Yeah. What does it look like? You know what I mean? Oh, How I got, I got a, oh, I got one. Go ahead, Ben. Okay, so why is their bag on the lizard? <laughs> you don't want to know. Don't take the bag off. And he like grabs your fucking arm. Don't take the bag off. Yeah, because you fuckers would do it. I'm a cleric. I'm like, I want to do it. See? <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody asked about the where it's at. So he, more or less, directs you. There's a there. When once you get through town, the middle of town, if you continue to look straight on the edge of town, you will see a tower. It's the only wizard tower, and that is where Xandir resides. So he lives in that giant dick tower. Yes. All right. Cool. Shaped um, like a penis. It's very <laughs> erect. The very phallic tower. <laughs> All right. So what happens? Well, we're doing it. Fuck it. Who's putting the leash on? Ben. <coughs> I can, you can roll for it. Ben, you putting the leash on? Yeah, if Ben go. fucks up, we just don't take the job. We just back out. <laughs> That's just how it like. <laughs> And then we're just like, we need to find more gold <laughs> somewhere else. Why don't you just ask him to put the leash on? Yeah, Ben's why? taking too much time, so I put the leash on. Oh, Andy steps okay. up. Yeah. yeah. All right. Holy you shit. step up, take the leash, put it on. Lizard doesn't even move. Yeah, so we got nothing happens. All right. Okay, handle animal. I have three points into it. So okay. I will roll to handle animal. Go so ahead. Guys, this is how you do it. Go ahead. So I got a nine plus my three points equals 10, 11, 12. So and what's the max you can do? 20. It well, depends. Well, on yeah. How do you plan on handling Steps. this animal? Now, I, I'm. this is actually the roll that I made. I made a two yeah. against yeah. his. To, like, pull Usually like this, this would be hidden. You wouldn't know that I rolled that. Yeah. So now I need to make a decision. How are you going to handle this? To pull it like a dog. Kind of. Yeah. But it's up on this counter. Oh, yeah, it's not. I don't know if I'm strong enough to figure it out. I'm so definitely is not. someone a warrior? <laughs> is someone a barbarian? So ben, 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 you can try. Let's ben just say. <laughs> ben works out. But we could, we could double team it, but we'd both have to roll. 
I mean, you guys both work out together, so I think so that would be the best option. Both roll. Well, they are, I could be, I could be little girl. It's you. You, you put <laughs> your hand. Yeah. You put your hand under it, and it's heavy. But two of you can get it on the ground. Okay. So two of us go attempt. I'll take I'll, the. I'll take the ass. Okay. All right, Ben. You got the hand. It it picks up. It's kind of heavy, but again, it's kind of unresponsive. You might have to carry this all the way there. So you put it down on the ground, and now it's standing there. <laughs> all right. Yeah. What's next? You tug on it, see how it walks. It walks. All right, well, then we're good. Let's go. All right. So you're walking through. <coughs> you begin to think to yourself, you can go right to the center of town like he directed you to do, but it's a market, and it's fucking crazy this time of the day. People everywhere. And the lizard off the ground is, you know, its back is like this high. So you can walk it through town, through the center of the, villa, of the town if you want to, or... Ben knows some back ways, some back alleys. Because Ben's a rogue. You could probably skate around <laughs> and possibly avoid any kind of trouble. But Jason's also crafty, and he can steal a cart that we could put the lizard in the cart. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I am a thief. Yeah. I, like, I like that. <laughs> then we got two rogues. <laughs> two but glasses. He's going to have to roll every time to go to steal, and then uh, like do a stealth check. And then yeah, and if I get caught stealing, then we get in a fight. Yeah. So there's a little bit of method to the madness with the yeah. Actions. I'm gonna try and pull out character sheet here, just so <laughs> you want to know what what you could choose from your yeah, skills yeah. and or your feats. So right here, this is a character sheet. So what you would your do skills. is there's all these skills. So if let's say you want to steal it, right now, uh, a rogue or something would have uh, a th- a thief. I forget what it's called, a deception check or something like that. So like. Uh, let's just uh, disable device let's just use that so intelligence so if he has six intelligence right well let's give him ten he has no bonus but then he has two ranks in it so he's at two total well let's give him a bonus he's a bonus of one because he has twelve intelligence then two ranks equals plus three so to make Andy, a, slow a version <laughs> slow version for Tony well that was twenty he wins plus three right. like let's say I rolled five lower plus three Six, seven, eight. If it beats the, whatever he rolled, right. then we then we did whatever. So he can do. like I roll high and I'm just fucking you every time. Are well, it's, like it's my decision at the end, no matter what. Yeah, but he would. Are you always playing against us? Not no, necessarily. No, his, his goal is not. It's like develop, It's like all storytelling, story, right? Yeah, yeah. it's, it's all not. I don't want to fuck you because then you're not going to want to play. Right, yeah. right. If he just I, kills everyone. Oh, so in my head the whole time I'm thinking we're against him. No, no, it's my job to keep you engaged. That is my sole purpose. He's just telling a story. So I'll give you an example. So when I played with. Rygon's brother Andy Gadonis alright he basically says as long as you're Name trying doing, doing different stuff as long as you're doing different stuff and it's kind of sort of ambitious he'll lay off and he'll, be, he'll give you he'll give you the credit like right. if you're doing something creative with it but if you're not doing anything you're doing like the half-ass cheap-ass shit he'll be like right. yeah he'll, but, he'll penalize you but essentially <laughs> he is God and right. yeah. like if he makes something difficult like you can die you yes. know yeah. like yeah, there is, is, there's know, still there the risk and reward. Still, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to run into the jail, but I'm going to go kill all the cops. Right. Because yeah. you're going to die. All right. Right. My character's bored, and I'm, I need to be entertained, and Ben is holding the lizard, and I'm ripping the bag off the head. Really? Yeah. You fucking dick. <laughs> you would. You would. So 18. All right. So... So Tony <laughs> bends over. He doesn't say anything to anybody. He bends over and he goes for the bag. 
Anybody? Reaction? You got a couple seconds. I jump back. I yeah. jump back is right, too. Ben doesn't see me coming. Uh, two little fucking kids come running out of nowhere, and they come running over and beat Andy the chase. They rip the bag <laughs> off this lizard's head. What's this? They rip the bag off. <laughs> One lizard bites right into this fucking girl. Ugh. She turns to stone like that. It's a basilisk. The, the I'm going to roll by, uh, which one is it? It's, uh, I'd have to have a knowledge. Who has, who has the leash right now? Ben. Ben, roll something. I don't have a dice. There's like there's 500 <laughs> fucking dice. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and all of a sudden, there's none 18. in sight. 18? Let me see mine. I had 18. All right. I believe you. Okay. I do have one question, though. Yeah. Like, as you're playing, how do you determine what dice to roll, since there's so many different okay, ones? So. Like... Like what? There's certain I mean, ones that for certain. You might have a sword that does one d8 damage. So uh, this is a d8. So uh, every time you roll, roll that, to hit, yeah. you first you roll and you hit. So eleven plus your whatever you have to attack. Let's right, say you right, hit right. that thing, and then you swing. You did seven damage, and you can add your strength modifier, whatever it is. Most of my decisions, yeah. personally, will either be done with a d20, or I like to use the percentile. I'll use like a hundred. You'll have an eighty percent chance of success. I roll to see, okay. or sometimes. If it was Tony's brilliant idea, I'll let Tony roll that dice yeah. to see. A lot of math in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a lot of math. <laughs> so and then we basically will, these are our, our simple like that. Yeah. Like we will continue math. this like another math. time, but I think it'd be fun maybe the one night. I would love to play, man. So I, 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 would I, love I enjoyed the ten minutes that well, we did well, doing so, that. So what's your favorite class? Do you have a, a favorite class? I have a tendency to play a priest. Okay. Um, it's not necessarily my favorite, though. Can you imagine sitting around drinking beer and yeah, roll, slamming roll, beer? Roll, roll, oh roll my a God, 15 I'd love it. to see how many kids... I'd definitely do that. Because you're a priest. How many kids you have taken? <laughs> Percentile. Five. Percentile. Five kids. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. You're it, really holy. It is a lot of fun. I can see it. Really really at some time playing this game, we we would take tape and wrap it around Anthony's mouth. <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> no, I would, I would totally play with you guys. It's, it's, yeah. It's no, something I'm, I love. If, if this I'm is something, serious. I would play. Yeah, if this definitely. is something that you guys would be interested in hearing, I would even... I'll set. We can set mics up and record it and like put mics around. And, and yeah. I would definitely do it. And yeah. it could be like a bonus audio only episode. And we can do our first... Like the Not Cool in High School's first ever. That'd be fucking awesome. Done. And if something people like, then we'll make it like a regular, like maybe one Saturday a month or two Saturdays a month. We'll sit and play. That'd be That's so cool. Like no bank. camera, no video, just just straight audio. Audio only. Yeah. That's like the bang yeah. I don't beers. want anybody to see me in my wizard robe. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the bang and beers that we did when we played cards against humanity. We figure out. The so if this is something you want to hear and you want to and you want to see hear <laughs> us play Dungeons and Dragons and and probably hear me fucking make the most ridiculous things ever. Um, <laughs> We'll do it. We'll we'll really drag it out, I think. Well, the only problem is, <laughs> if you're too disruptive, then you take away from the game, and then the players will start to hate you. Because okay. I've had players You don't like want to be ousted. I've had players like that, and then you're like, fucking shut up. We're trying to play the game. <laughs> I would probably be that guy at first, and just until I understand what's going and on. And usually what happens I just, to that guy... I just have to keep you engaged. ...is yeah. then... We stop inviting that guy. <laughs> <laughs> or he gets stabbed in game. Yeah. A lot by the yeah. other players. I, I know the one thing, though, just, uh, just a funny thing. I, watching that documentary, I remember the one guy, he would get mad at his dice if they didn't perform oh, well. Yeah. So yeah. he took them and he put them in the freezer and he'd keep them in there for like hours or like a day or something <laughs> and he'd get them out and he's, he'd tell them how bad they were and he'd smash them. them. He'd smash them with a fucking hammer yeah, on the I, sidewalk. I've seen, it was, yeah. I was, Yo, I dice so shaming is for real. Yeah. No, yeah. That's a real thing. <laughs> no, he'd smash his dice. When, yeah. when if you have a player who's a Tony, we'll say, okay. um, and, and like 
you don't invite him anymore, or do you like? Have you ever seen a situation where you like kill him mid game? Like we all stab him, and if he's done, and you're like, all right, now go fuck home. No, it usually resolves itself kind of the way Andy said. I did play a game once. Uh, I was not the dungeon master, and it was many years ago. A uh, friend of of ours, a mutual friend, was like, "Hey, do you mind if my friend comes in the next game?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." It was at my house. So this new guy comes. No one knows him except for this one friend, and yeah. there's probably like seven of us playing. Wow. So this dude, it was we were just starting a fresh adventure. Bang! Right out the gate, towns on fire, skeletons everywhere. They're fucking murdering children and shit. So he, what this dude was doing was going out of his way to stop everyone else at the table from like saving children. He would like set them up so the skeleton would kill the children and shit. Okay. And and like this, like I thought a fucking fight was gonna break out, like for real. Like people what, were getting really? fucking pissed at this dude. And I mean, and he wasn't doing anything wrong. He said that he was some kind of evil alignment, and he was playing the character. But that guy never came back. Like he left, and everybody was like, "Fuck him!" And I was like, "Yeah, we can't." You don't want to play against the group you're with. Now, do right. you do you like put him in story like something happened to him? So there's like, are you just no? We happened? just yeah, we pretend that never happened. <laughs> like <Yeah>. Roseanne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that. That's guy. exactly what happened. What do they call that? Retcon. <laughs> yeah. Previously, in Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> Jim was fucking us over <laughs> so we stabbed him in the neck yeah no he just he was not a never to back. be seen again all right cool uh, real fast plugs andy what do you got nothing really <laughs> jason nothing this time no, i don't have shit man. how many different pizza business hats do you own you have a little caesars and you have old school dominoes uh <laughs> do you have a pizza hut no there's a funny story actually behind this hat so when i was younger and i turned 21 my the guy who lived behind me he worked for domino's and he's like man he's like if you're ever coming home late for the bar at night he's like i'm gonna give you this jacket and this hat he's like just put that on he's like when i go through uh dui <laughs> checkpoints and they see me with the domino's hat on and a, a jacket they like just wave me through you know what i mean so i'm like cool man <laughs> does it work That's awesome. i never tested it out but uh, my my alliance are is you're, to little caesars I, you're like you, think, I have, you get like a little a, a window thing and stick it yeah, on top. yeah i mean it that's hilarious sounded like it would work good but it's fucking yeah. amazing ben what do you got banging beers I'm done. Killed it. Uh, <laughs> nice job, Ben. <laughs> we do have a banging beers coming up. That if we have an open spot at the table on Friday, you you would probably oh want to be. Oh my god, you would be so perfect for it. We are, we are doing. Oh yeah, shit. That's right. We are doing it. a seltzer episode. Oh nice. We are doing White Claw versus Bud Light. No shit. Yeah. Or for real, I'm bringing my biggest glass. I'm bringing razor ever. blades to slit my fucking wrist. <laughs> um, what do you got to plug? I'm bringing a baseball. Uh, Malifaux leagues are coming back up. We're gonna run through a new set of leagues at the Alchemist Cove. Uh, at least I believe so. I think so far the the reaction's been kind of lukewarm. So I don't know if we're gonna have enough people for it to go. I think Rob's trying to weigh it out and see what happens. Maybe we'll start the not cool in high school. Dungeons and Dragons episodes. That'd be sweet. Yeah, side quest. We'll call it side quest. Side I call half nice. four. I like it. I, I just, that just came to me. See what I did there? <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> what do you got, Mark? Uh, I'm going to go with Hucklebucks. Okay. Hucklebucks got, uh, who, what's the guy's name? Tommy Simpson? Tommy Stinson, I think he, he, he was semi-popular. I don't know what his name was. Yeah, I don't know who he highly played with, but he's somebody f- kind of famous. And uh, also, they're going to have a Quentin Tarantino night. Where last time they did it was Wes Anderson. People dress up as favorite characters from the <laughs> movies. And when I had That's my long cool. hair, I did John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. I'm sure you could do some obscure stuff with that. Yeah. yeah. Well, 
That's, that's cool. what I'm throwing out there. Yeah. That's coming up. That's cool, though. That's a neat idea. Oh, we are going as Reservoir Dogs. That'd be awesome. I'm sure you won't. There's be the enough only of us. Yeah. 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 I go as Mr. I've orange. I've never I like seen the that color movie. orange. It's, no. You're Fuck pink. you. Fuck you. You're pink. Fuck you. Like Mr. Pussy. Fuck you. <laughs> it's better than Mr. Brown. It sounds like Mr. Shit. There you go. I love yeah. it. Somebody nailed it. All right, everyone. That'll wrap it up. Here's same. Thank now, you. Look alive. This probably went long, but I, I love it. See you guys. Thanks, guys.